0: Hello and welcome to the Wing Travel podcast with me, James Hammond. Personally, I have been to 50 countries. I've met so many people on my travels that I want to bring them on this podcast and get their story on record. I have plenty of tips and stories to share with you as well. Are you a backpacker or a traveller or gap year student or simply someone who loves to travel? Then this is the podcast for you. Throughout the weeks and months, you'll get many guests and solo episodes where I try to cover all range of subjects within travel. This is a casual and informative travel podcast to inspire you to travel in the future. My patron, you can sign up for £4, $7.50 Canadian, $6 US a month, and this will give you an extra bonus episode per month. Add free content, 24 hours early access to the episode. You can get a patron shout out. I can also maybe get some ad hoc podcast episodes that I might release during the month. And you'll also get some free stickers that I'll send to you in the post. If you're interested in that, Head to Patreon.com and forward slash Winging It Travel Podcast and you'll find me there. Hope you enjoy the podcast, thanks for listening and supporting this and I'll see you soon. Cheers James. Hello and welcome to episode 72, Travelling with Adam Ryan. And Adam runs the Where in Dublin travel blog and today he talks about that said blog, his now world trip which he starts very soon. And we also delve into some of his travel history and we talk about Ireland, Turkey, italy usa a bit of lisbon and some other bits in europe too the interesting conversation here is that adam's now going to be a full-time traveling from today i think he quit his job last week so it's gonna be a good insight into how he is thinking about long-term travel where he intends to go and also what his plans are for his travel blog etc and thanks for last week for checking into juliana's episode That was great as well thanks for juliana's coming on and this week I've just been in Lillooet Lake Which is in British Columbia It's about two and a half hours from Vancouver It's past Whistler then Pemberton And it's a lake and you have to go down a and road To get a campsite And we're there for four days and there's idyllic views And it's brilliant, quite busy But it's really good to get in nature again and just kind of live in the camper van, which is great fun. So it's never a bad time. Thank you for checking in. Keep downloading and leaving reviews. I really appreciate that. And I'm going to start pushing my Patreon now. So you'll notice that the Patreon blurb is at the start of the podcast episode. Um, I need people to sign up so I can make some sort of living out of this uh, going forward so I can invest more money into the podcast too. So, if you're interested in joining, um, that will be four English pounds a month currently, and that is about six US dollars or seven dollars fifty Canadian. And it'll be extra bonus content, ad free, early access, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, tune in there. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next week. Cheers, Bye. Thanks for listening. Let's get into the episode. Hello, and welcome to the Winging It Travel Podcast. And this week, I'm joined by the Irish travel blogger Adam Ryan. Adam currently blogs as Where Is Dublin, and he is an avid traveller. With an impending world trip to come this year, I'll be delving into his plans for this mammoth trip, hearing about his previous travels, and also what his blogging is like and where it's going. Adam, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hi, James. Thanks for having me on. I'm doing really good.
1: And yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too bad, thanks. Not too bad. Where are you based? Uh, I'm in Dublin at the moment. I'm basing up here until uh, I head off in the summer. Okay. Do you get annoyed that people say they've been to Ireland but only been to Dublin? Uh yeah, because Dublin is probably the shittest part of <laughs> <laughs> If you've only been to Dublin, it's like, uh, like the me. rest of Ireland. There's there's so much more over the the rest of Ireland than uh Dublin. <laughs> yeah, i got a couple of people at work here who are from
0: Cork. So they uh Yeah, Cork Cork's nice, Cork's yeah yeah, nice. They, they wax so they're about the south of, of the of your country. They have a special name for people from Dublin, but I can't remember what they call them. Yeah.
1: Oh, we call Cork. people from Cork uh, Langers. Oh really? <laughs> Why is that? Eh, uh, it's just a name they've been given. Cork people from Cork are called Langers. It's just a, it's kind of a thing. But everyone has a name for people from Dublin as well. They all have different things. But okay, like yeah, Irish people are people that aren't from Dublin. They kind of, they basically are like, Oh, people from Dublin think that Dublin is the only place in Ireland. And then everyone from Dublin is like, ah, oh, everywhere we're going over the border across to any other place except du- Dublin. So. <laughs> and have you traveled extensively in Ireland? So during covid when i came home i literally went everywhere all over ireland because i was bored and i wanted to travel mm. so i literally i got like really big into hiking and stuff so i went like i climbed caranthill which is the highest mountain in ireland down oh, right. kerry yeah yeah i've uh, all over the west uh, i've been South, I've been up north, Belfast as well. But yeah, literally everywhere, man, Ireland is... you, you just so much stuff in Ireland that people don't even realise. And then when you get, like, researching and stuff, you're like, oh, no, I never even knew this existed. I think
0: it's a trip in itself, 100%. Ireland is underrated in that sense,
1: 100%. Yeah, it is. The only thing is it's, it's, it's expensive. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it is expensive to get around, especially because in Ireland, public transport isn't great, especially because all the good things to do are outside of cities. So yeah. you're going to need a car, um, and okay. renting a car is isn't that cheap. And then obviously the rising price of fuel everywhere as well. It's like a lot worse. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you have that. if you have the money, it's a it, it's a really good trip. Do you know the travel bloggers on YouTube called Lost in Transit? No, I have heard of them though. I don't. I've I ah. haven't seen any of their stuff. But
0: yeah, I, they're I in have... Ireland at the minute. Yeah, they're kind of just going around the west coast not in their camper van. Right, it looks pretty cool. They've yeah. got a drone and hiking and all yeah. the different like little roads going down. It
1: looks pretty amazing camper vans like become really popular in ireland like yeah me, me and my girlfriend uh, a couple of months ago actually no it, was, it wasn't a couple of months ago last summer we went to a place in wexford it's like a hookhead it's like an, an old lighthouse and we were like oh we're gonna go camping there like they're, we're gonna go wild camping there mightn't be any people there and we went mm. down and man it's just like full of camper vans like people pulled up and like everyone's just chilling drinking having a good time and it's like man this is class is that Irish people or actually, I guess it's California, everywhere. Right, so. Irish okay. people, uh, people coming from Europe and stuff. Because like a yeah. lot of people come from, if they get to England and then they'll go over to Ireland on the boat and stuff. and Or if that's people coming from like mainland when they're doing their big RV trips all across Europe. Yeah. Well you'll, you'll have people as well that will come and rent the camper vans. Like renting a camper van from, say, May until probably September, they're probably most of them are sold out already. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, it it because it, it's quite it's it's built for campgrounds. There's a lot of wild camping areas, a lot of campsites and stuff. Like you can pretty much park up anywhere, when it's not it's not illegal to park while It's not illegal to wild camp. So oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so you can if you have a tent and and there's actually a good app. It's called Park for Four Night Number Four, and you can like go onto it and you can see like where all the good safe parking spaces are where you can camp and it gives like safety levels and uh like what's around and stuff mm. and like people have rated it and left reviews and stuff can you get a ferry you can get a ferry to Ireland, right from Liverpool something yeah. Like that, right? Uh, or England, yeah 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 uh Hollyhead and there is one thing it's not more down the south of England I think oh okay I mean, yeah right. yeah it's more down the, if we, there's a couple of ferries that go over um Hollyhead yeah. is probably the closest so seen, the, the Wales, yeah, you go into Wales, yeah, to Wales, yeah, obviously England, yeah, um, but it, yeah, Hollyhead is probably the closest ferry, yeah, because I think if you're like on a big, big road
0: trip, you probably get you know under the tunnel to from France to England, and then probably want to carry into Ireland, yeah, you probably have to go up to exactly. Holyhead right, you, you,
1: you can get there pretty easy, yeah, yeah, it's, a ferry, it's only because I was telling you it's a couple of hours, but obviously if you're doing that type of trip, you don't mind if you're on the boat for that long. Um, obviously a flight, like if you've, you flew to Manchester a couple of weeks ago or not a couple, months probably last month. Um, and literally the flight was literally up and down like it's the fastest flight ever. yeah like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty insane and it's cheap <laughs> yeah it, it is yeah. you well i was going over for a game so the flights were actually quite expensive oh, okay um, yeah yeah but it, but it's literally like you can see the boats and everything coming over i'm like man i never knew how close this was
0: yeah yeah i think my appreciation for europe in terms of how close everything is has gone up since i've been here because oh, canada's 100%. so big yeah
1: yeah i i, I agree especially with, like when i'm we're in ireland that like you when i was away last month in mainland europe and i done like three countries and i'm like man i did not have this luxury at home where i can just hop on a train and go to another yeah. country for a couple of hours like
0: <laughs> yeah people who listen who are like more american or or canadian just love europe because they can do that it's a bit like the us though, right? because they have got states right you can do the same in it's yeah. different states but i guess people That's love it. the idea of different country different language i think
1: yeah and it's, it's so different as well like you're in even like italy as one country though like i was there in last summer and it's like every city you're in it's like you're in a different country yeah amazing so, yeah yeah. this, this is mental <laughs> I, lo- I love countries where
0: yeah their state or their county is different in terms of food or even a bit of language or yeah culture. that's that's it's, a true country then you have it? that
1: it's like that basically experience of traveling to different countries but you're not actually traveling to different countries
0: yeah yeah. Yeah. It's a bit like India. If you go to India, each state has I've... got their own food, own language. There's like 20 official languages, right? In India. So that tells you the story that yeah, there's a lot yeah. of languages going on.
1: <laughs> That's
0: crazy. <laughs> yeah. Amazing place. It's huge. Absolutely huge. And for islands, do you, you I wouldn't say done with Ireland, but are you kind of like parking that to one side and off you go? Yeah,
1: yeah no, I know. I've done quite a bit of Ireland now and I'm like, there are part things i want i still want to do like there's especially i want to go back to donegal because i've been there years ago but it was more like a drinking thing with my mates and i really <laughs> want to go back up and like do like hiking like there's a good bit of go a few nice mountains up there and stuff yeah and uh i want to get go back and do that but like there are parts of ireland over the west and stuff i want to go back to mayo i would much rather jump on a plane and go somewhere else than be like I'm gonna go over to the west. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if I had chance, you know, had a few days, I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna go somewhere else. Yeah,
0: yeah, I totally get that. I think it's understandable because Ireland is 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 an amazing country. That like, I, I kind of see Ireland and Scotland as like I just have to do it, but they're not like top top list. I think there's other places oh, to have go. Have you ever to. been to Ireland? I just step dub to Dublin on Dublin, <laughs> yeah. a, a stag, do Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, the classic. Yeah. Unfortunately, but no, I, Dublin, I, Dublin's great for if you're going out. It's a great city for going yeah. out. It is. Other than that it's dirty as well (laughs) really it's dirty but there are parts of it where not how dublin and the county is like really nice but Mm. the city is like and this is me who owns a blog called where in dublin yeah 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 there's a lot to do but in the city you're quite limited it's um it's more like if it's built for like drinking yeah it's really good really yeah really good city for built for drinking but once you get outside the city in dublin and you go to all the suburbs there's like so much stuff especially over like the south side like all the mount dublin mountains and stuff like that mm. um and lots of uh like camping areas and stuff and like a lot of places you've never even heard of that are in dublin and like big parks uh, if you like walking and stuff like that mm. and uh yeah and you're right beside wicklow as well and wicklow okay. is an amazing county like wicklow has like it's an outdoor person's paradise, basically wow like okay. they have like the wicklow way and like you can complete that and qu- like it takes like a couple of weeks to complete and if you like walk the whole thing and you're like so many people like wild camp it so yeah i'll go out for a couple of weeks walk take it slow and just stay and like so much wild deer and stuff like that but like i remember mm. when i went hiking up there one day and uh, i went i was like oh, i'm only gonna go for a couple of hours and i was like i seen one thing and i wanted to keep going i see one thing and i want to keep going and i eventually was like stuck in the middle of nowhere and there was like i came in contact with like a Kind of like a buffalo, in like a wild buffalo, and I shot myself. I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, <laughs> "I'm like, oh no!" And like, um, and the only way was like, I was stuck. Like there was like two really big mountains that were like really like s- steep. So, um, and there's like one pathway in the middle, and the b- buffalo was like there in the middle of the pathway. I'm like, "Shit, how am I gonna get around this?" I'm like, <laughs> "I'm in the middle of nowhere," and like I, I was looking. There was like these like random abandoned uh, like camping huts in yeah. the middle of the Buffalo mountains and i was looking for them so like i've came this far i've been walking for like five hours and i'm like and there's like not one person in sight I'm, like how am i gonna get past this little shit <laughs> so, uh, i ended up was like walking through like bushes and ditches and I'm like hiding behind this so he didn't see me i eventually got around them and then like he turned and like started running towards me and i like hid in another bush and like waited for him and i was waiting there for like a half an hour and then he left and i was like man this is mental <laughs> I only live like a couple of hours away from here and something like that after happening like
0: yeah yeah that's that'd be <laughs> so slow <little>, wouldn't it
1: <laughs> yeah
0: buffalo you don't want to get in trouble with them yeah they uh they can really exactly. get a, And like, yeah, yeah.
1: coins and stuff as yeah. well
0: like free camping here is, is possible but your biggest worry is bears you know like you can't um
1: yeah exactly
0: you'd rather be in a campsite where it's small people because the bears probably wouldn't be tempted to go in but it, it yeah. really is a problem yeah
1: and and the 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 camp companies they, they obviously are well used to anything like that as well so yeah. you're kind of protected in that sense
0: yeah um i think the only thing like what you just said there like buffalo i think maybe elk with their big antlers like to yeah. attack you but i wouldn't be too close in case they get a bit bit annoyed
1: they go yeah
0: but yeah <laughs> wildlife here's a bit of a problem yeah you can't just unlike new zealand for example where it'd be like ireland you just go free free camp and it'd be fine right but yeah, here you have to really take care and take your bear spray, bear spray. <laughs> yeah yeah it's crucial <laughs> it's a rule
1: yeah i can imagine that's tough
0: <laughs> <laughs> and also we're going to talk about your travels this year i have got one final question about ireland and it's just a tongue-in-cheek question really being english would i get a bit sick in the in the countryside for being english
1: oh, it's not like that anymore oh is it not um, okay no no it's not it's not like that anymore there's so many english people in ireland you know yeah Um, okay yeah just there's like there's so many i think like the highest population of people that live in ireland after irish people is english people and i think it's polish there's like uh, yeah it's ireland's like it's really multicultural now like Mm. even like so many polish people english people and then obviously in a few years we'll notice the amount of ukrainian people that are here because we're taking a lot of ukrainian refugees and stuff as well yeah so um there will be uh, you know it's it's quite a small country as well it's not like everybody has been like it's the first English person they've ever seen like sure. it's uh, yeah. you know um uh, because they all they all just kind of know and it. it's all just everyone just kind of gets on with it now you know ask us now yeah, yeah. I, I think they they might take the piss but like yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, oh we're gonna murder him because he's English <laughs> Like, <laughs> but they were like you might get like a name they were like oh the Brit like you know <laughs> that's, other, other than that they're not gonna reason no, nobody's gonna say shit
0: <laughs> now a, a lot of english people are actually trying to get irish passports now because the the eu uh,
1: yeah the eu yeah. Well, i've heard so, that
0: yeah we're trying to get across because we don't be isolated
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah you've made a mistake there they're just <laughs> huge huge mistake yeah <laughs> <laughs> forgot about their their freedom of travel
0: <laughs> no 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 absolutely and also a couple of questions about yourself i saw on instagram the day that you went to the darts
1: yeah, I went to the darts. With my I dad. love darts. Yeah, it, it's very it's big English kind of thing. It is, and um, there's quite a lot of uh, English people at the darts. Who's your favorite darts player? Ah, uh, like I'm not really into it to be honest. Oh, okay. dad, it was his birthday, and yeah. uh, not his birthday. He got tickets for Christmas, and he was like, John, come. So I was like, yeah, I, I went, uh, but it was good. Your man, uh, I like the guy with the the mohawk. He's oh, Peter Ryan, yeah, yeah, um, he's good, but your man's good. Uh, he's quite James old. Wade. Yeah, James Wade, that's him. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, I seen him. I was like, uh, this guy doesn't look like he's anything, and he's just like swinging past, like winning. Like you yeah. got, I think he got to the final.
0: Yeah, he's like been at the top of darts. He's like one of his players that have been at the top for twenty years, right? But never yeah. really dominated or got. He's never won a world championship. He's like, but he's always there. Like, yeah, always that's what my dad game. was
1: saying. Yeah, yeah, my dad was saying that he's like he's always gotten there, and then like he's lost at the last hurdle and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's on yeah, Essex, it's, I think. Yeah. it's 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 a good it's a good event, to, go to, But you need an umbrella, man. The amount of drinks it flying is. everywhere, all over. Like, <laughs> I'm like, just the amount of people that got thrown out within the first hour of like, uh, people just emptying pints, pouring them all over <laughs> everyone, and like everyone like throwing full pints at each other. I'm like, man point and you're in the tree arena because points aren't cheap in there and like yeah like 50 a point and you're throwing your point across there and i'm like i wouldn't be wasting it
0: <laughs> i think it's a bit of a cultural thing to do actually in the uk uh, and ireland uh the dark, the i think i think it's getting up there it's, it's an event that people love to go to it's quite good yeah uh, no it, it's good yeah. i definitely go again like it's, it's a, yeah. a bit of crack it's like a decent line. and
1: it's on it was on sky sports so i was like whoa
0: <laughs> yeah yeah let's talk about your recent trip to morocco because I don't think I've had anyone who's talked about Morocco on this podcast yet. I don't think so. This will be a new, new country.
1: Interesting country.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You went for was it ten days or seven days? Ten days.
1: Uh, I was there for. I think it was eight days. Actually, no, seven. I was there for seven because I stopped off in Lisbon for like a night to break down the the trip. I think it wasn't even a long trip. I think it was like it was like two hundred euro cheaper to, on my flights to stop off at Lisbon for like a night. I was like. <laughs> let's how does it how I'm... is that even a thing yeah yeah lisbon great city love it oh man i love to i've been there that's twice now oh great yeah so, yeah it's good yeah. It's, it's a great european city that yeah what i liked about lisbon is that it's it's definitely it's a good place for like if you like going out and like at night time like it's a real nightlife city i thought everything's so alive, and they've all these like cute little corners with like villages, all these random little like neighborhoods and villages and stuff. And you're like, you're coming around, you're like, man, this is crazy. It's on the wall art, like it's just, it's incredible. The wall art all over the place. It's. Mm. I was like speaking to someone I was there, and they were saying that was because I was like, why is there so much graffiti or wall art or whatever you like to call it? And they were saying that because like the there was like a Portuguese revolution or something that uh, it was a way the locals expressed themselves. And then they were like, there was talks of them getting rid of it all. And the the Lisbon mayor was like, he was like, no, this is like a good part of our city that people actually like. Mm. And it's good for the history and stuff. But like, if it, did you go up to like Bairro Alto and stuff? We,
0: yeah, we're actually there for a week, but do you know what? I can't even tell you the names of the places they went to, but the premise of the trip is that we all, things think it's like 16 of us went, but we stayed in a villa that was a bit, Outside of Lisbon, maybe 30 minutes on an Uber.
1: Right, okay.
0: Um, but we did do, obviously do some tourist stuff in Lisbon, but we were actually, this villa was by the beach. So we had a beach near us, but also like a, you know the actual sea. Also a villa had a pool and a table tennis table. So we didn't really, I wouldn't see it as a city break, but we did go on a few nights out there and it is a cracking
1: party place for sure. Yeah, it is. It's like that neighborhood, uh, Bairro Alto. When you go up there, it's like every different like bar and club is like from like a different country where I thought it was pretty cool. So like you have like a Cuban bar, an Irish mm-hmm. bar, a Spanish bar and stuff like that. And like you're going up and there's all this different type music. Once the bar is closed, they kick everyone out it's just like street party. It's like <laughs> so much drinking on the streets and you're like, because so I, I went solo. I, I was like there drinking with all these fellas I didn't even know where they were from or anything. Just chant shit mm-hmm. to them and uh then I was like, they were like, "Oh, I come down to uh, Pink Street." And did you go down to Pink Street? I think we did, yeah. That, that, yeah that it's like it's well. the, like a, it's like a pink road. It was actually the 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 street was an old uh it used to be like an old red light district years ago. Yeah, and, yeah, we uh, go yeah, we did down that street. we did. Yeah, they cut it out after years because they wanted it, but they wanted to keep the image good for obviously the. The place and stuff, but they kept it. The, they put the pink street down to like make it vibrant and stuff. Mm. But that was what I went down there. And I, uh, there's an Irish guy that uh he was following me on Instagram and he seen I was in Lisbon. He was like, Hey, come down to pink street. I was like, Right, I'm coming down with these random black fellas. I ended up losing the guys. I met up with him and I just ended up bearing with all his friends and this massive street party during COVID. And like the police are coming down, oh. like like coming down like trying to arrest people and stuff and i'm like sitting there and i'm like i'm not getting involved in this shit i just sat there drinking my beer and it's like it's like because all the, the clubs on that road as well they're like really small so they have like the, they just leave the doors open and then like people just walk in and out and get their beers you can't even get in on the dance floor, so like the party is on the street, and yes, then, that like, rings the a bell. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah, the music is so loud that it's playing onto the road, so it's basically mm. just one big, massive street party going into like mini parties inside. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember,
1: I, I remember that we couldn't get in, like as in like the indoor bit, so yeah, we yeah, we
0: hung around outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we saw that in the daytime as well before the whole party thing. That was, I think we walked there, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's quite a lot of uh, like the food places. They have like kind of like uh, like benches, and they all come yeah. out into the middle of the street, and like everyone's just eat, sitting there eating. The, it kind of reminded me of like an outdoor Octoberfest.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. like yeah, everyone I mean... sitting there drinking, eating food, and then at night time they get rid of the benches, and everyone just goes mental. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was near where we went for we went to this calf in Lisbon.
0: It's like in a cave. It's a Scandinavian calf. I can't remember the name of it, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. I think it's Norwegian coffee or something like that where I was kind of leading like 10 of us like, no, no, trust me. Like apparently this cafe is one of the best places in Lisbon to go for coffee. And mm. it's like really hard to find. We walk up these hills and then there's this door and it goes down. It's like a cave. Yeah. And it's unreal oh, cafe, cafe scene down there. Like real cool. Nice you can sit outside in the patio. Yeah. Mental. Like yeah. Lisbon is the perfect place for anything. You can go and eat. You can go drink coffee. You can go clubbing or partying or yeah. fancy sport. Like it's
1: across the board everything yeah no there is just there's, there's yeah. so much to do um, and i went over to the you know did you see the crystal ray across the water it's like a yeah. big it's big yeah it's like a mini christ the redeemer yeah, i yeah, went over we're yeah. oh, trying to get over there it was a nightmare because like, i like the way lisbon you they have uh like the public transport passes like if you get it for it's like for the day it was like hro or something when you can use buses trains ferries metros mm-hmm. and stuff. So I went over, I ended up taking like three buses over and I was like the only person there. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Yeah. And like, there's like all these like kind of like priests and stuff walking around. I'm like, I'm just like taking selfies outside. And then like all these people randomly came out, like it was like they were all in this church and uh, like inside, or like they're at a mass or something. Everyone comes out and everyone starts taking pictures and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm not here on my own anymore. Where did you all come from? <laughs> Yeah, we didn't go there actually. Quite a few of us group have been to Rio.
0: So we've been to the um, Christ the Redeemer. And I felt yeah. like it'd be like not as good. Same thing.
1: So we didn't bother. Yeah. I, I find I do that with trips. Like I'm like, all oh, right, if I've been like to a desert tour, I'm like, I'm never going to go do that again. I'm going to go do something different in yeah. another country because it's quite similar. Like. Mm. Yeah. Our villa was actually that side of the bridge. So
0: that's where okay. we were. So that's a bit of a nightmare yeah. to get in all the time. Um, yeah. Okay. That's a big yeah. group. Yeah, I can
1: imagine. <laughs> yeah, so you went to Morocco after that. Uh, yeah, but that my first. I was in Lisbon before Solo, but when I went to Morocco, I was with my girlfriend. But we only yeah. stopped off for the night. I just went and got some food and stuff. But, yeah, yeah, Morocco is an interesting country. Definitely yeah. the craziest place I've ever been in my life by far. And in, in what way though? What? Why
0: is it? What's What's the contrast of being like maybe something normal or something extreme?
1: It's very intense. Okay. Like yeah, because like when I go to places well, I like to I don't like doing going staying in like touristy hotels or anything mm. like that. If I want to go somewhere, I want to stay like buying centre where all the action is and see what's going on. Yeah. Um yeah. so we stayed in a I stayed in a Riyadh in Marrakesh and it was literally in the souks. So it's like my, the Riyadh owner, he like, uh, for people that don't know a Riyadh, it's like basically like a traditional Moroccan home turned. but like they do them in hotels. So it's like, say if you have like a, a square, right? Mm. Like all, it's like really high and like all these balconies and you look down at the, like the square, if that makes sense. Yeah. And all around the, these balconies, they're all little like um, apartments.
2: Okay. So, and then
1: you can all like go out, every, when everyone looks outside the balcony, they're all looking down at the ground floor and it's like they have like these really nice like waterfalls and stuff in them wow. and uh, re- yeah they're really nice um but we stayed in one of them and uh, i my real owner he's like telling me uh oh, i'm gonna send someone to pick you up and stuff and i was like yeah cool because uh, i wasn't gonna get a taxi. i hate getting taxis when i arrive in a country because you get ripped off all the time all the time uh, yeah yeah <laughs> so uh if i can get a transfer i'm gonna take the transfer all day Uh <laughs> so he's like i'll organize transfer and i'm like yeah cool not a problem and uh the transfer like was like going around in circles like three times i'm like am i getting kidnapped here or what's going on like, That's good. and my girlfriend's like looking at me is like this is really weird like this fella our driver can't speak english and right. uh so i'm just like i'm like let's just wait and see what happens and i was like right there we're staying near the the big like the big square like it's like the main hub and mm. i'm looking at him like right we must be staying near here it's Then like he stops right uh and then this guy comes over and starts talking to me he's like oh i'm your reality uh, owner blah 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 i was like right cool i was like oh are we just gone over here and he's like no no we're walking for like 10 minutes so i was like okay so he's like bringing us down through like the the souks which are like the markets yeah. and uh like walking through and, and my girlfriend is just looking at me and she's like this is crazy like there's like there's people like <laughs> everywhere coming it's so intense like there's like hundreds of people in this like little alleyway trying to get past each other and like where she's there with her suitcase I'm there with a backpack on me and like and just like cobblestone streets and like it's it's not clean yes it's, it's really intense and uh, we're literally after like basically having like a long day of traveling and it's like everyone's coming up Do you want to buy this Do you want to buy this because <laughs> it literally it was Morocco was only open the week and uh we were there so like they were that like struggling stuff. big time. Yeah. yeah. Like, try to, with, and once they see a tourist, already before, I already heard like you're like bait to them. But this was like a whole new level. They're literally like hopping on us, like, please, please buy something. Please buy something. I've like, like kids coming up to me and they're like, uh, please give me one euro. Give me one euro. Give me one euro. I'm like, it's sad. Like it is. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, seeing, yeah. like, that, that poverty. And one thing I seen as well was uh, a child in a wheelchair and uh, there was somebody like, they put, like, a bucket, they gave the child a bucket to, like, beg. Like mm. basically, like, I'm disabled, give me money. I'm like, whoa, that's fucking... Yeah, that's... Yeah.
0: Cool. yeah. You, <laughs> might, you might see some of that in Southeast Asia, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so they, it, at least you've got some uh, experience under on on your belt for that.
1: Yeah, I was just like, oh, that, that's rough. But, like, going through that, and then, but, like, the first... My girlfriend, after, like, the first day, she's, like, she's so drained. She's, like, yeah. after, like, it's, it is really intense, but, like, I love that shit. I'm just, <laughs> like... Uh, and the, the, the more like intense the better but like going through the markets and stuff it's just it's like they're like trying to make you buy something and you're just like you're not you're trying not to catch eye contact with them but as soon as you catch eye contact you're fucked so, yeah, like, you like, <laughs> 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 they're like and we were like oh let's go for food up in like the the main square i was now in flam one night we we're like uh, let's go um uh, there's like all these stalls like and everyone like all the locals come out and they just like sit at the stalls and they all eat their dinner together and stuff but let's go up and try something like that but like as soon as you get up there they're all looking at you and like 20 of them are surrounding you in a circle like please come to my stall please come to my stall please come to my stall and it's like oh you can't you can't enjoy yourself and then it's like you can't yeah you can't think you can't think what you can't can't, can't
0: think yeah what what you want really can you you
1: yes like exactly you're just like oh please leave me alone it gets annoying after a while and then uh so we were like, oh, we'll go to this. We booked book this uh, like restaurant that was up there. All we're like, we'll go up there for one night and get away from like all yeah. the density for one night. We're like, all these, uh, all these taxi drivers yeah, and they're yeah. like, oh, please come in, please come in. And they're literally like, I'm not putting on the meter. I'm not putting on the meter. I was like, look, I'm not getting in a taxi unless you put on the meter. was like, <laughs> I'm a foreigner and I'm not stupid. And like, no, no, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm not going to rob you. And they're like, I have three taxi drivers surrounding me. Right. So I have two kids like knocking on my leg, asking me to buy like tissues and I'm just there. I'm like, Oh man, I'm so stressed right now. It's so so frustrating. I "I just want to get a taxi down the road. That's all I want to do. And eventually I was like, I just gave into them. I was like, okay, don't put on the meter. I'll get in. And he actually didn't fleece me to be fair. Okay. So I was like, thank you. But Yeah. yeah, It was really stressful. It's it's like times like that, you're like, ah, oh, it's it's draining. Like every time at night, I'm going back to the room, like exhausted. Like yeah. I've never felt like that before. It's a battle. It is a battle. And I think, I guess it's
0: part of the experience, but it does get tiring, especially the bartering as well. It can get a bit. I just want to know what, what something yeah. costs.
1: <laughs> like not <knuckle> or down, <laughs> just what it actually is worth. Yeah. yeah. It's part of the Dude, fun though. not No, it is a part of the fun. Honestly, but like anyone that is if you're able for that intensity i would recommend going to morocco
0: and i guess it'd be marrakesh would be the main place that would be like that right did you experience yeah. like it in other places in
1: yeah in morocco? so while we done, not we say like i think it was like it was four nights in marrakesh and we've done the the three-day desert tour the sahara that was unbelievable and the more you go like we went we started in marrakesh and like obviously got picked up and stuff and uh, we, we went up through like the atlas mountains yeah you like you're going out to the countryside and you're seeing like it's really poor okay. like it's uh, yeah. yeah yeah it's like it's extreme poverty like you're seeing you're like whoa it's really it's really eye-opening to see something mm. like that, especially when from your when you're in a western country yeah and like your whole life and then you're going out seeing like that and you're like it, it is really it was really eye-opening and we went, st- went up through the atlas mountains had a couple of stops up there and uh, went to uh it's called uh eight ben hadoo so it's the the house that like village they used in the gladiator, oh okay. um, yeah, yeah, they used it for the gladiator and like all these different type of films, uh, they used it for as well. So yeah, that was cool to see that the kind of tribe in um Mar- Morocco was called they're called like Berber people. Okay, they be four villages and it was uh it was really interesting. Every stop we had along the way, um, we were met by like a Berber person. So like yeah. they're kind of the tribe in morocco mm. and they would like take you around you'd stop in uh, quite a lot of like local villages and stuff and it was interesting to see how they live like because guys like they're basically like nomads like mm. they basically yeah. live on the bare minimum but we we went up to this like it was kind of like a like this met through the mountain range and there was like this road in between all these mountains and it was pretty cool looking but we stopped in like this it Was a Berber restaurant, and oh my god, it was the worst meal I've ever had in my life. West, <laughs> like <laughs> I ordered that, uh, yeah. Oh man, I'll never forget it. They because they they make their food, it's all like natural from the ground kind of stuff, and okay. they like it's not like Western food. Like these guys, like they grow this on the spot, like over the over a couple of weeks, mm. and then uh, they're like making it, and uh, <laughs> Like I got this, I remember it was like chicken and rice, but oh my God. Like it was like, they gave you like two tiny, tiny like strings of chicken and like this rice, but it was like, it was like foamy. Oh, crikey. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. And like the coffee had like a, like kind of like a lumpy head on it and stuff and i was <laughs> having a it and i was like i had a sup and a bite of the chicken yeah i'm yeah, not, I'm not gonna uh, i'm not <laughs> gonna finish this <laughs> yeah. it was bad but no see we like done like two days of going through like all these villages like local areas and stuff and it was mm. like it, people were less pushy as well yeah which was was nice rather than and rather than the city um but then we went into the sahara and we slept with like a berber tribe in the camp They like looked after us. Our driver bought us a certain amount way and then we went. We took like a camel ride into into the Sahara, which was cool. And then we stayed in the camel. Yeah, it was definitely the best travel experience I've ever had in my life, by far. Oh, really?
0: And did you get like see all the stars at night and all that sort of stuff? Yeah,
1: all the stars. And then like we got up for sunrise, and we took another camel ride further into the desert again. And we actually like do you know why like people think like sunrise is like oh it's just like a cool sky and stuff, but we actually stayed there and watch the sun rise and how mm. quick it rises and like they knew exactly what time it was going to rise so we like got there and he was like wait five minutes and it's going to rise and he's like right you should see it just about now and then like the sun is coming up like so fast and you're like that's incredible how they can like just tell how fast the sun's coming up and stuff but it it, it was it was really cool like they played like their their tribal music for us mm. and they fed us and stuff but i'm quite a picky eater um, okay. So i was there for that them like three days in the desert like from going uh, from marrakesh into the desert and all, i ate bread for like basically three days <laughs> yeah. i had like the opposite experience for food that is
0: in india because we've done the, the the camel safari trek in the desert same as you pretty much yeah. and you sleep under stars you've got your like little sleeping bag and a duvet and it's just about cool enough to like snuggle it up and then yeah you, you wait for the sunrise and because it's so vast and flat yeah you can really see it come up like you said it's pretty amazing experience yeah. but the food was incredible because these local guys in india were just like c- cooking up this like amazing dao and curry so that was like top notch You got lucky yeah but that that chicken and rice maybe because you, you kind of get it though because they're kind of poor right they, they don't want to give away too much to oh 100 percent. yeah to no tourists, I, like. I do get it yeah i was gonna ask like riding camels i found it quite tough
1: like they yeah. like they stretch it, out your
0: legs quite a bit
1: yeah no they do and the worst thing is like when you're on top of them and stuff it's like you know in between your legs it's like after you're doing it for like half an hour you're like oh this hurts yeah like it really hurts but it's fun for like half an hour
0: <laughs> yeah but i think we're on it for like four hours and i had to walk with with the camel in the end because i couldn't do couldn't deal with it four hours really yeah yeah like walking through the desert yeah i was I was kind of um representative of this company because then was doing a, bit, a bit of volunteering was, okay desert, desert camel safari like sort of tour company really so mm-hmm. I kind of I was kind of like one of the the crew if you like but I thought no I'll yeah. walk with the camel they're interesting
1: creatures aren't they? They, they they can kick off a little bit sometimes or yeah they or can spit. The, guy, the guy behind me was like he's like trying to bite me the whole time I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like whoa <laughs> um, yeah no they are they, they but they, what if you get a nice group and them they look like they look well our group anyway they look pretty well looked after and they look quite happy yeah, yeah um, it's the main thing right i know in morocco they eat them oh but, wow. yeah okay I, I, i've seen it for sale in a couple of places
0: Oof, yeah. how did you find that that sort of like earthiness of, of morocco with like yeah you buy camel and you, i think you mentioned on your stories that you someone tried to mug you as well
1: or as well oh yeah yeah when i was walking there was uh like walking through the markets because it's so intense there's so many people around you so you kind of have to like yeah i would be looking and stuff and just like obviously because you're sticking out like a sore thumb but I felt somebody like kind of, I was keeping on my camera in front of me at all times. Yeah. Because uh, I actually trusted it in my hands more because I had it around my neck and I was like, someone's more likely to rob it in my backpack than. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 So uh, behind me, I like could feel someone like touching my bag and stuff. And I turned around and I was like, it was like this old woman. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, she's like rooting for my bag. And like, she just looked so innocent. And I just like looked at her and she just like looked at me and like walked off. I was like, I'm just not even gonna say anything, I just left yeah. her I was like... <laughs> we went down to the, the tanneries, so it's like where they make the the letter uh one of the days, but we had to like go into like part we were staying in would say be quite close to like the touristy square and stuff. Mm-hmm. We like walk like a half an hour deep into like souks, how the energy changes from like where we were to there was like a whole new level. Like they're like killing the chickens in front of you, and, like <laughs> selling them and stuff. <laughs> I'm, like, Bloody and they have them like lined up in like this little cage. They're like, people are coming along. I want that one. And they're like, right, go kill them. And then like, you're walking, you're like, walk them past. And there's like full cows upside down, skinned alive. Like skin, not, not obviously not alive, but they're skinned to bits. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a full on cow. And I'm like, this is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the bits you don't see because you buy in a supermarket, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all packaged yeah. up for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we got into the tanneries and I mean, we actually got cl- so close to getting scammed here. I heard like people, say, it's like privately owned, but like these guys are like they're hustlers and they're outside and they're like, oh yeah, we'll give you a tour of the tanneries for whatever. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I just wanted to see them. So he brought us in. And like, one thing you'll learn about Morocco is everyone is like trying to speak to you, right? And they're like, yeah. Do you know where? Do you want to? Are you looking for the mosque? I'll bring you to the mosque. And they're like, they're all walking around. And you think, oh, yeah, I'm speaking to a local, but they're not. They're like, they're all trying to bring you to like places so you'll be cornered and mm. made to buy, some, buy something. Like, it's yeah. all like everybody's out trying to make a quick book. Like, but anyway, we went in and to the tanneries and the guys he's like showing us off and he's like bringing it. it was really cool like when he was like these guys are like working in obviously water but like and there's like shit in it and all this stuff and like oh. blood and like it's Oof, that it goes through, yeah it goes through like a process of it has to be mixed between shit and blood and all this and stuff and uh he was showing us the process and we went through like three tanneries and i could just tell by this guy's behavior like he was like rushing to get us somewhere i was saying to my girlfriend i was like we're about to be scammed here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was like john you, know you can just feel something you know it. yeah I, you yeah yeah. It, yeah and uh I, I have heard of people that have been like in morocco that have been brought into shops shops uh, yeah and uh, they've been saying you're not getting out of here until you pay and buy a carpet or something like that so i was like I'm not getting into that situation. So yeah. I was like, this guy, was like, he's like, come on. There's like a big surprise at the end saying all this <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm like, this isn't my first rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he was saying to us, uh, I just turned around. And I was like, here, man, we're going to finish the tour now just before we do the last tannery. And we were like, we'll pay him whatever. Like he, he was going to, he was saying he was bringing us for free, but obviously he was going to ask for money. Yeah. So I was like, I'm sure like 15 quid And me. He's like, no, 20, 20, 20. It was like when you change it over, like between Moroccan, and Deerham and Europe. Yeah. But just basically, it was basically I gave him like 20 quid, which completely got robbed for me. Me and my girlfriend gave him 20 quid between us. Mm. It completely got robbed for it. But I was like, give him the 20 quid now or you're getting stuck. Yeah, you're paying like <laughs> so, hundreds for carpet. <laughs> yeah exactly so i'm yeah. like no 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 chances. So i got out but it was an interesting experience like you're very intense but if you're willing to embrace that intensity mm-hmm. amazing place and so you went just uh marrakesh and then the the desert um sort desert of and up through the atlas mountains and stuff yeah but yeah. people a lot of people go to fez yeah um Fe- i've heard fez is a little bit more rough and ready than marrakesh which must be intense oh, way more yeah. a bit more tense but yeah yeah, and we're here. I feared Fez is like quite intense as well. But yeah. well, we were going to go to Fez, but we didn't have time. We're going to get the train up because you mm-hmm. can actually get a train from Mar- Marrakesh to Fez. I don't know if you've ever seen there's a city called uh, it's like Chef or something. Okay. It's like the, the blue, it's like a blue like city, mm-hmm. and everywhere and it is blue, but it's like where all the hashish comes from. Oh, in okay. my, like, yeah, yeah, in Morocco and stuff. I would have been killed. Got it. was a girl on, on our tour. Actually, she was from there, but she had like never been to Marrakesh or the desert before. So she was on our tour, and she was like, "Ah, it was cool on our tour because we could speak English. We mm-hmm. had like a Spanish and Argentinian couple, a Colombian couple. There was a a French couple, girl on from Morocco could speak French and Arabic. So it's like we're wow. all like trans, Everyone's like translating me and my girlfriend. We're like uncultured." can't speak any other language <laughs> <Yeah. than English. laughs> so like the spanish and argentinian that they, they were like one was spanish one was argentinian they were like could speak english and they lived in dublin as well so they were like explaining oh. to us what everybody was saying like they could understand and then one could speak french and everyone was like translating for each other what's oh, yeah. mental the way you're like spending a couple of days with everyone is like you get to know people but you can't even speak the same language yeah yeah that, that's an awesome thing
0: isn't it you get to maybe pick up on there. yeah you, you kind of maybe guess what they're saying or, yeah, like a few words, and then they are, like, oh, yeah. Okay. You
1: know, I don't, i do done, done Spanish when I was younger in school, but I was like really bad at it. But mm. I didn't realize how much Spanish I knew when I could hear them all speaking. I was like, I know oh, what okay. you're saying, but I, I can't speak it, like I can't, speak yeah, it all. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know what you're saying, I could understand that I was saying. My girlfriend was the same with French, she could, mm. she done French in school, and she was like, Oh, I know what he's saying and stuff, but like, so we were catching on to things. But it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think we had the, that
0: diverse group in our tour. I don't know to talk about the camel tour in, in India, but the, when I was in Peru, or I can't remember if it was Peru or Chile, yeah, the tours were were in Spanish, but they did pull, I was on my own at this point, me and a few others, to one side to talk English. Um, okay. but I, could, I could understand some words, but when, you know, when, when they're trying to explain like, a, why a geezer is there and the history of yeah. like, <laughs> in English, like, I, I can't, I can't yeah. translate from Spanish to understand what's going on. But it's quite interesting because you... They try like the my tour people tried to speak to me, and I tried to speak to them back. But this is like ten words I know in Spanish, and there's yeah, like Argentinians those, yeah. on there and like Chileans and
1: yeah, yeah. Like it's quite it's quite interesting. Yeah, no, it is interesting, especially it's so like where well, you can connect to everybody, but can speak the same language. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah.
0: It yeah. Fascinating. It's fascinating. That's why essentially we're all the same,
1: aren't we? We just got different languages. So exactly, yeah. yeah. And we our like we're like quite similar, but we like. When I was like walking through Marrakesh, it like really hit me, I was like, We're so similar but so different in different ways. Like like you yeah. come to Dublin and there's like like that, there's like a market. well it's nowhere near as intense as it is here. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon if you went to Morocco
0: and couch surf, for example, couch surfing? Do you reckon mm-hmm. that would have been like a different experience? So I guess the local if they wanted to, would show you around on the couch surfing like location, yeah. right?
1: no i definitely i would definitely try that and i think if you had a local with you're you getting past everyone trying to annoy you yes like like tourists like they don't think you're a tourist as much as if you're with somebody that's local because they can just be like no they can speak whatever language the person is speaking and just say no no just please leave us alone like you know Mm. and Mm. if someone sees you walking around with like a local person they're kind of like ah they're occupied yes i think that maybe is if you're listening for those like intense places might be a way to go absolutely yeah definitely. you have to get local you can get contact on but i think anywhere that's like a bit different than what you're used to if you get contact on the ground you have your half your battle won yeah when we landed in bangkok in 2013 with that culture
0: shock getting scammed a few times i think yeah. once you get that that week out of the way and you're used to it i think you can kind of deal with it anywhere really oh, that's yeah, what i yeah. felt like Bali was like i think you put on twitter the other day like the most underwhelming place yeah and i felt barley was like that because they kept hounding me for
1: to buy something but doesn't have a good experience there i'm going there in august i can't yeah I, it just looks amazing but it's obviously one of these instagram places that everyone's like ah <laughs> <laughs> there's a huge um creator, what which call them content
0: creators type of community there right yeah yeah the an idyllic bali life but i think yeah try and get out of kuta which is the main capital don't spend too long there i think go out in the countryside and have a car maybe or go around the island to the more yeah like more local places i think you'd be and the speeches you probably have an amazing
1: time yeah well i'm not staying just in bali though like I'm gonna we're doing a month in, in indonesia and mm. we're like i think ireland is visa free for 30 days but we're actually yeah. going to buy the visa because then we can extend it
0: if we okay. want to spend
1: longer in indonesia so we're starting and we're just going to fly into jakarta and just like after jet lag we're just going to chill out there for a couple of days then gonna mm. go down through uh east java yeah and uh, you're going to do uh couple of the volcanoes like climb uh, volcano hikes and stuff like that and yeah. then gonna go to bali and then do all like maybe do a couple of islands around further on and stuff but like just yeah. gonna chill but no i have heard that you either love bali or you
0: hate it yeah uh, <laughs> i think me me, me and my friends who went probably called it like the like the Magaluf of uh of asia oh really because <laughs> <laughs> they're not pissed up australians right they're 18 they're they're off yeah uh from six Formal college, right They're off on their little girls Master. or guys holiday, and they go to Bali. Yeah, they chose Bali.
1: Yeah, I, I chose Magaluf and Santa Ponsa
0: myself. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I reckon Lombok next door would be awesome. Lombok, yeah, I'm actually planning on going there. I think um, that would be incredible. I think, yeah, um, maybe yeah. compared to Bali in terms I'll of like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll keep an you eye on your socials and see how you get yeah. on. Well, a couple of friends went to the Gili
1: Islands and then went to Lombok. yeah Gili is supposed to be nice as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think you have a great. Time I, just there. Ha- I, I just hate boats. It's like my f- travel uh, fear. Well, right. I'm gonna do. it. I do them. Yeah, I just don't are you like sick on them or you just don't like them? Just don't like them. I just don't like yeah. the idea of like not being able to see any land and being on the water <laughs> and like, uh oh, shit. I'm not. I'm not a fan of flying either. And I do it. And I fly quite a bit. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, there's only one way to get over your fears. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to finish off and mark out anything you want to say in terms of budget, cheap, cheap. Not the cheapest place I've been, but it okay. is cheap if you're going for like a it's cheaper than anywhere in europe like obviously yeah. but it is, it is cheap just dressing wise for women more than anything like my girlfriend got stopped by it wasn't that bad i think everyone over exaggerated before i went it Was like oh make sure your girlfriend's wearing dress covering mm-hmm. up because it is a muslim country yeah we had just a couple of situations where it was like old men will come up and they'd like start tapping her shoulder and be like why are you not wearing like covering you know ah yeah we've seen girls that were walking up in like skinny shorts then as well and you're like you know i was like you're and my girlfriend was fairly well covered like like she's just wearing say like like had like arms out and like they're coming Mm -hmm. up like slapping arms and stuff so like you know just like obviously you're in a different country go with the culture alcohol you're gonna pay a leg and an arm and it's quite hard to get as well yeah it it, it is quite hard to get especially because they they don't sell alcohol anywhere where there's a mosque there is a lot of mosques So can imagine (laughs) you're you're in that situation another thing is just like anyone that's being too nice just don't answer them yeah they're suspicious maybe maybe. (laughs) Uh, yeah but the the, the annoying thing is that like i found it really hard to like speak with locals in morocco because i felt like everyone had an ulterior motive not in in, not in morocco sorry that's it like that's a generalization i mean marrakesh marrakesh yeah yeah in the city but like once you go out to the countryside everyone is bang on like not on this annoying shit um because they're they're not as used to tourists so they don't really know like i'm gonna try scam this person or whatever Mm. marrakesh is like You go try to speak to someone or, oh, come this way, blah, blah, blah. blah. Or if you speak to them, give me money. It's stuff like that. And like, I'm into my photography and I quite like taking pictures of uh, people. And it's another place like that. It's quite hard to take pictures. Always ask if you're uh, taking pictures of people because uh, you might think and there's no no harm with it. But there's like, I remember I got a picture. It's on my Instagram. It's quite a cool picture. I was pretty proud of it. of A a guy who's coming through the street on like a bike, uh, like a motorbike and uh, i got the picture i was like taking a picture of the street and i was like pretending to take a picture of the wall and i was like if i can catch this guy coming towards me in the corner maybe one of us but he stopped and, oh, and like start going crazy i mean i was like oh yeah God. yeah i was like no you know i did i didn't even mean to like it should like point it at out or anything but, like i just seen you know, i was like i'll try catch it in the corner of the camera i can maybe yeah. drop it out and because um, i didn't want to be waving the camera in someone's yeah. face like, he just wasn't happy like, but he drove off on you but after like i i asked everybody i took pictures of after i was like can i just take a picture of yeah they say no you just say okay yeah and then you move on because you know like when you're a white western man and you see someone like that looks like well i, I just have like an eye for detail the way people mm-hmm. look i see like an old man from morocco with like a beard and he's like in his like islamic costume or whatever whatever the name of it is i think they look fat like cool like people like that photo really well if you can yeah. get like really long beards and stuff like that um but i got a couple of cool pictures of people and i just asked them and they were like more than happy to do it some of them will ask you for money as well of And if you want if you want to take the picture if you want your picture you're gonna have to pay the money simple as well. i paid like loads of them money just take pictures of them oh really I was, like okay. yeah i i think I, if someone asked me and they're like oh give me money i didn't pay everybody yeah But like, i just said no i'll move on or but if i seen someone that looked really unique and he's like uh, give me money or, like, you like give me, say, whatever, it was, like, €2 euro or something. And I had to mm. change. I just give it to them. Like, they need them more than to me, too, as well. And you have to – I had, like, a lot of money. Not a lot of money, but I say I had, like, 20 quid left over on the last day of, a like, cash. Because it's a closed currency as well. Yeah. So you can't get it outside the country. Oh, okay. That's good Yeah. Sense. Well, I don't know. You, you might be able to get it somewhere else. But I know in Ireland, the I I was googling and it said Rock Rock and Deerham was a closed currency. Like that, if I had twenty quid. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go spend it around. Buy stupid shit and give it to people because they need it more than you do. You know. Yeah. So I'm coming home on the way home. I'm going to change it and get like 20, 15 quid, twenty quid back. I was like, oh, I'll just spend it and give it back to the economy. Especially when you are going to a cheap country. Yeah. I just like to. You have to give something back at the end of the day. No, I'm not gonna give money to every person that asks for for like a, a picture either i'll take i'll choose my picture if i see two guys and they both look the exact same on like in the space of two hours and one of was like give me money and i already gave one one well, i'm not gonna I'm, no i'm not giving you money I just gave someone who just yeah he's look similar yeah exactly <laughs> of, yeah yeah of like the way life acts and our life goes on in a different country i just love taking pictures of that because there's a, like there's a right. certain
0: like majestic thing about watching not them in action but then just standing there looking at I don't know. Yeah. A, a stool there, or looking at something. Yeah. But you've kind of got them in, in life. Like, that's just their life. Yeah. There's something magic about that. Yeah.
1: There is. And like, I had like so many pictures on my camera that like I was just taking pictures of roads, like not really much. And like, I've done so much cropping jobs, or, like cropping the picture out and just catching like that, them two people speaking to each other. Yeah. And it's like, well when you when you can put it in like that and like photography like tells like such a story when you can yeah. look at it if you if you have that eye for it i know a lot of people might looking. at them like oh two people speaking but when you're looking at it, you're like a, some of it's really powerful very
0: powerful yeah and I, it's something i want to get into um photography i've not really done any of it before just like on phone photography right but i'm yeah. actually looking at cameras now so what camera just a side question what camera do
1: you have that you use my camera travel? is my first one i actually only got it at christmas time there it's a, a nikon d 3500 Okay. Um, yeah so i got just a beginner lens Um, it, it's good Um, i'm gonna get a new lens probably soon though because yeah. each lens does a different thing you know okay. and my lens doesn't have zoom on it i'm not really ah. into like, landscape photography that much and stuff but like i, lo- I like zoom i I just like taking pictures of, like people and I'm, like life okay so my lens is good for that because it's close-ups and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah all depends is it's it's so you can spend so much money on it as well
0: oh it's like a, it's like an endless industry where you can just spend like thousands and thousands of euros just like buying lens or different cameras yeah it's crazy
1: it's a hobby man
0: <laughs> yeah 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 yeah
1: it's something i really went into so I'm, i kind of yeah, do my research hard. like i just picked up the camera and just like went out messing with and uh kind of like got got used to it i'm, I'm not a pro by any mm. <laughs> stretch of imagination but i just watch a couple of youtube tutorials learn come out mess up learn how to edit and if you get a software on your laptop, like Adobe Lightroom, and just edit your pictures and just do a couple of courses. Okay. Can, it's not rocket science, but you're, you know, we all not become a pro either unless you work really hard at well. Yeah. takes <laughs> time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it takes experience as well.
0: Different yeah, like exactly. scenarios. But there's something about being a photographer, like if you went to, I don't know, the Borneo rainforest to go and catch orangutans. And you yeah, left like two no. months. I can imagine there's a lot of days like, oh, fuck, is this going to happen? But if you get that one photo where you yeah. actually got what you're going for that must be amazing
1: you do but another like when you're out with the camera and you just you get into like random situations and conversations where you're like it's so random especially because if you're ta- like i like taking pictures of people yeah so you're not just gonna go up camera to their face and be like, <laughs> like yes <Yeah. laughs> you have to like there's a way you it. Like, like you sit there you have a conversation and then you can tell if they're interested in it or not like you'll yeah. tell if they're nice and they'll say yeah and then some people will just politely tell you to feck off and then <laughs> it is a little bit nerve-wracking especially when you're in a different country and you're just like trying to speak to people and you're like can i take a picture of you <laughs> it's a slightly then, weird question isn't it yeah it is because like, if <laughs> someone came up to me and was like can i take a picture you like so weird what do you want to take you like, get a lot in bali they like to take pictures I, of you yeah
0: yeah, I've heard, the beach I've heard that. That. yeah. and india india like, is a like, classic india, for it yeah that, yeah it got to the point where we started saying no, so it's getting fed up with it.
1: Oh, because I know before I even picked up a camera, I definitely be like. Why do you want to take a picture of me? That's so mm. weird. But now I'm like, you can do so much if you just take a, st- a standard picture of someone, you can make it look like amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Did you did you hyperlapse the um, sunrise in the in the desert uh, no. where it came over? I,
1: no, I think that's no, why I, I, I didn't uh, yeah. because we literally um, arrived and was like waiting five minutes. It was yeah, we like, done like, right oh, on time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And The day before, I actually didn't even bother bringing my uh, my camera the morning for the sunrise because like I was using it so much during the first day in the desert, yeah. So I, like, I was like, I just want to take a break as well, okay, Looking like, yeah. it around and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I did get a few pictures on my phone, but I didn't do much of it, especially when you're going around with the camera. All like I remember when like going through the, the countryside, like of Morocco and stuff. And I'm, like, on the way there, we split. Like, it was, like, five hours in the truck, five hours in the truck. And then on the way back, it was literally 10-hour, one-hour – to 10-hour blitz home in, in a van. It was, like, yeah, it was tough. Wow. But like, just the past time, I was – I just took my camera out, and I was, like, trying to get pictures of people, like, driving past and stuff. And you can see, like, a group of, like, schoolgirls, and they're going to, uh, like, walking down to, like, a mosque. And, like, a, like, cool pictures like that you can see. Like, if you have, like, that vision of you can – Mm. if i get a nice picture here and it's hard though when you're in a hot fucking van that's going so fast (laughs) yeah trying to get pictures of like people just through the van and see and but it is it's that's how i passed the time when i was doing the journey it was like literally turn my camera on let's wait until i see something cool and just try get a picture of it (laughs) yeah man 10 hours is brutal (laughs) yeah no no, it was it it was tough yeah get used to that in southeast asia if you're doing bus rides (laughs) yeah
0: Gonna be much wait. longer than that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I want to dip into European travel that you've done, yep. and then we're going to talk about your blog and your pending Perfect. trip. Uh, I've got a few countries here. We've already talked about Lisbon, Andorra. I've got here. Is that a classic
1: skiing oh. trip or Andorra's? Yeah, a ski trip. Noon. It does yeah. uh, it's quite big in the summer as well? People do a lot of hiking. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's quite mountainy. Went in just January. Gone and went skiing. A couple yeah. of my mates. Um, I've I've skied before. I went to Norway before. Uh, but that was what I like, went my school years ago. So I've skied. I know how to get on a set of skis and go. And I'm, I'm not a, a pro figure eight spins in the air kind of man. But yeah. uh, it, you know what it is. it is? Um, it's one of the smallest countries in the world. Yes. So uh flew into Barcelona because there's no airport. So you can either fly into Barcelona or somewhere in France. It was like a five-hour bus, but that was only because there was a, an avalanche and it was blocking oh. up the road. Right. Yeah, but yeah, it's quite a small country. It's duty free as well. So uh, yeah, you know what it is I mean, do you know when you go skiing, like it's quite expensive. Yeah, um, true. it's like one of the cheaper skiing destinations, but it's not like really cheap either. But like it's probably the cheapest one of the like there in Bulgaria would be like your two cheaper places. Bulgaria, to go yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So in Europe, so uh, but yeah, it was good. And um, it was quite annoying though because COVID was so strict there. So uh, when you're in the bars and stuff, uh, like yeah, for everyone to stay at their table and uh, yeah, table service right yeah um but like after a while they just give up because everyone's just gone bananas <laughs> <laughs> but no and the of was fun i like to see what it's like in the summer i like i, I kind of went for like a drinking kind of skiing thing with my mates mm-hmm. but like that was like my holiday because like when i'm traveling i treat that as like
0: i wouldn't call it a job but it's more like a lifestyle
1: yeah, I like think. a lot li- exactly, yeah. Like yeah. when I travel, like I'm like kind of doing stuff like that. And like I'm not like if I was going out every day when I'm travelling on the piss, like you're gonna be broke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, be broke. <laughs> yeah. So like that's what like this was like my kind of like my hair down, relax, just kind of ski, drink, have a good time. But yeah, yeah. no, it was good. It was a really small country. You can go there during the summer and like lots of hiking if you're into that. Yeah. Mountain ranges upon mountain ranges. Like you like, sometimes you'd be on the chairlifts for like 45 minutes like just like going well wow. it going back like and just like there was one area like where you could off and like you'd literally be skiing for an hour like just down all different mountains like wow that's incredible yeah. yeah
0: yeah 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 it was fun skiing is one of those sports where i think it's such a quite it's quite expensive uh hobby isn't it like you have to get your skis and all that sort of stuff right yeah and you, if you're from england or ireland you can't just knit to a ski resort you got to go to france or bulgaria or yeah. andorra right where i guess if you grew up here in vancouver the mountain's like 10 minutes so imagine, yeah. imagine growing up here and your parents just, probably just get your skis and you'd probably go to school. You're, you're just yeah. into it. Early doors, it's not even yeah. a thing. But for me, it's like, wow, it's a big thing. I've got to try and learn it. But, yeah, yeah I it can't was, deal uh... with a cold. I always think of like Michael Schumacher every time I think skiing because he crashed into a tree, didn't he? Yeah, he's, he did. He's not yeah. recovered, right? Well, we yeah. don't we, we don't really know,
1: but I guess he's in trouble. But, yeah, yeah well, it's quite scary. It, it is, yeah, it, because it, it, things can go wrong very quickly, especially if you don't know what you're doing and especially if you're going getting too cocky as well
0: yeah yeah you need to be a bit more modest about it i think yeah, yeah. a bit more humble getting trouble yeah with no
1: ones. you do wouldn't be like an amazing skier but like i can get down like i, I didn't do a black slope the most i can do is a red okay and um, was the second highest but still like i it's tough when you when you go on your travels you should you should do death road if you go to south america
0: that's a that's a thrilling bike oh, ride
1: I, that's in bolivia I'm yeah yeah
0: I, awesome man, time yeah
1: hiking is one of my favorite things to do i'm i'm afraid of heights what about it's biking, like, would you bike? Because that's a biking trip. I I would like. Do you
0: mean like cycling or motorbike? Yeah, it'd be cycling, basically downhill from the top of Death Road all the way down to
1: not the bottom. Yeah, but, no, yeah, I I can cycle. Um, yeah. I, I would. I've seen that's like that little windy road that's like around yeah. the edge of it, and yeah. I I actually get the fear even looking at that. It's, it's like <laughs> I, I have heights and like it's like this fear that I always forget I have. And I put myself in situations that like are really like dangerous, like mountains that you probably shouldn't be doing unless you're, you're you know what you're doing. Like, I know what I'm doing with hiking, but my heights just like I realize when I'm like really high and like I'm I can fall and die. I'm like, why did I do this? <laughs> but amazing experience if you can get through it. Like, yeah, I, think what, exactly. I think with
0: Death Road, people see the road, it's quite a bit of you know, it's quite small, but don't forget that's built for supposedly for cars. So, yeah, yeah, two cars either way. It's going to be tight, but no one drives it anymore. It's just biking down. It's like a tourist thing now. Oh, yeah. So, like, oh, you've got enough. It's, it's, it's enough of a road to not go off the edge and if something goes really, 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 like, wrong. Your bike, like, doesn't break or yeah. you crash into someone. I think you'd be fine, but it's a thrilling experience because you get the, the three groups, right? There's the ones at the front that? who... Yeah, 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 yeah. There's the ones at the front who think they're, like, mountain bikers and they're, like, racing down. I'm like, fuck, like, I yeah. need to chill out. Yeah. And then I was in the middle where you're not like crawling, you're just kind of doing a bit, take a photo, doing a bit. And then there's the people yeah. at the
1: back who are shit scared. It's interesting. Yeah, no, it's, I, I love getting the trail all right, but then I'm like, I always bite off more than I can chew sometimes. <laughs> so. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Looking back to when you were speaking about Ireland, I actually done this, it was, uh, it's Ireland's highest cave. It's like a, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called like Dermot and Grania's cave, but it's a cave. And it's like, so you have like a mountain and like mm. up towards the top of the mountain, the cave is like, they're built into it. Like, oh, kind wow. of engraved ing- into it, yeah. yeah. So you have to climb up to get go up to it. Like, I've seen like, so many people doing this, like, I'm doing that. And, uh me and one of my mates, we went, and they were like, oh, this is grand. And we we're like, climbing up. And we ended up like, bumping into this like, dad and his like, seven year old kid. And they were doing it. And we, we didn't realize how bad it was. And then we're like, climbing up and up and up. And then like, eventually turned around and, like, shit, like, we're up high. I was like, how, how are we going to get down from here? Like, it's quite rough on the way up and, like, screen. Like, a lot of people have actually died up here. Don't recommend anybody doing it unless you really, really know what you're doing. And it's actually on private land as well. You know, when you're you're just like, oh, yeah, let's go do something crazy. About two years ago, yeah. So I got up and we're literally up near the top. And I was like, there's, like, a rope hanging out. And I was like, I'm not pulling that rope. I was like, <laughs> no way. Yeah, no, nah, nah, I'm nah. not." <laughs> I'm not pulling that rope. Uh, I ended up, like, stopping nearly up the top and I was like I'm not going any further because if I go any further I'm definitely not getting down from here yeah, yeah. like I was sitting there for like the guts of like two hours and I was like looking down and I'm like how am I gonna get down from here I was like I was like <laughs> literally in my head I'm like I'm gonna have to call like mountain rescue here because <laughs> it, like, it was like it was quite damp the night yeah. before all the like rocks were like slipping and like if this fellow this 30 year old man was I say he was a bit more than with his kid and, like, he's like, oh, shit. He's like, my missus is going to kill me. I didn't realise how bad this was. He's like, i done this years ago. And uh, I brought my kid up here, like, didn't think that bad. And he's like, he was like, but he had experience doing, like, mountain like, really intense yeah. mountain climbing. So he was, like, helping us get down. And I was like, I'm never doing something like a 10th fall. I was wow. like, I'm never doing
0: something like that again. <laughs> yeah, you get into those situations, don't you? I think if you ask my girlfriend of a similar situation, she would, she would probably say that when we'd done... Uh, the volcano in Venuatu, which is the island of Australia called Mount Namp- yeah. Yasur, Tanner Island, but there's a volcano tour you can do, which I would highly recommend. But when you get along the trail, which is basically along the volcano, you see the lava in front of you. And then there's like gusts of wind with like blowing sulfur in your eyes and you can't see. I was like, fuck, we need to get down there. Because I'm either going to get blown in yeah. or I can't <laughs> see. And, I, you know, it's too much and I lose my like or, like balance or whatever. And yeah. she, she would say that tour, we're, we're risking it a little bit. And um, there's fine, like we've got some cool pictures and some videos and and stuff, but it got yeah. dark. And then like, when it's like head torch and dark and you've got sulphur blowing in. Fuck yeah, man, it, it's a bad combination. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the knees to get down ASAP when we felt like we survived a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> but worth doing, it's, it's a story.
1: Yeah, that's it. It's about the memories in the end. Yeah, yeah. And what about Turkey? Oh, great, great country. Uh, it's like... I always say for anybody looking to dip their feet into somewhere that's intense, but it's not actually that intense, go to Turkey. Istanbul is a great city. Actually yeah. went to Istanbul first, mental city, but it's mm. not as intense as like Marrakesh, where you have everybody coming up in your face. Great coffee, amazing coffee. Everybody's really nice. Istanbul, I would actually go back. It's like I, I don't like going back to the places places I've already been, but it's one place mm. that I actually like to go back and stay longer. Stay there for like three nights, and then uh, ended up going to uh, you've probably heard of it, Cappadocia yeah some of yeah. the lists yeah doing hot air balloons yeah which was actually a little bit of an underwhelming experience i don't even know why it was just oh like, was it oh, okay yeah do you know what it is when you're like the whole build up was real fun like everyone yeah. they come pick you up at, like because Goremi, like the the quite the villagers town you're kind of staying in they're all like these uh, like cave hotels mm. and like every hotel is like built into like a cave <laughs> yeah but like they're really cool and uh so every all these vans like, come like this is like basically why I knew everybody goes to Cappadocia because to do the hot air balloon. It's like in the middle and right in the middle of the morning. Like they just get you before sunrise and like all the vans are out, like they're picking everybody up for like their hot air balloon ride and stuff. And mm. uh, then you go and like they're getting the hot air balloon ready. But it was quite annoying because there's so many people in one hot air balloon. I was like, oh, and yeah, really? like just. A lot of people like on top of each other and stuff. It's just like oh, you can't even get a decent picture. You know, you're just like I thought you, you had, had it like, to yourself almost. Oh, wow. No, but you can pay more, obviously, to have yeah, it to yourself. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you can, but our one it was like I think there was about thirty five of us in one thing, <laughs> and it was like it was mental. Like there were so many of us, but it was like it was good. But like I just like. I just thought it was a bit underwhelming, but the whole experience of going to Cappadocia was good. Like we went, when we got back from the hot air balloon, we actually ended up renting a car and going to like all these little local villages and stuff and like mm. seeing some buildings, fairy castles. So like these like yeah. kind of castles made out of like mountain brick kind of, it's quite hard to explain. It's like, like just big lumps of kind of stone, but like all these little cool little holes and they're like windows. And yeah, I think
0: buildings. my guest, Greg, uh, Greg Chapman, he came on maybe four or five episodes ago now he talked about that. Yeah, he loved it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, the fairy it, it,
0: the ferry like caves and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. That that like town of Remy is unreal, just like going around and like going yeah. to all of the little towns close by. But we had like coming home was like the worst travel day I ever had in my life. The night before, like this whole twenty four hours was like off. Actually it was actually forty eight hours. So like we flew from Nevershire, which would have been the airport in Near in Capital City, that you know, we flew from the mm-hmm. back because you can't fly, like say, you can't go from like Nevis here to say Dublin, you can't do it. And yeah. you have to stop any flights that come out of there, have to go stop off in like another city in uh, Turkey. So, you have to fly back to Istanbul and to break down the trip, we're like, Oh, let's we'll stay in an airport hotel. So, like, we landed or whatever. And uh, taxi driver that picked us up, he like must have like broke up with his girlfriend or something. We got in the car, and this guy, like like slams on the, the accelerator and he's like flying down the motorway and like this fellow was going like 160 and like we're in the car <laughs> and I was like I was looking at my girlfriend I was like, well, like just tell him to stop like this guy is going to kill us like yeah yeah he's like fourth down like and he's like, <laughs> like every time he's even changing gear like he's smacking the gear stick putting it in and like you're like I'm just sitting here. I'm like white in the face. I'm mm-hmm. shitting myself. Like, what is up with this fella? Yeah. And eventually, like, I'm like, I'm looking, I'm trying to get my maps up. I'm like, are we even going to the right way? Is he going to yeah, kill us yeah. or something? <laughs> and uh, eventually, like, we actually did. And he was just like, and then when he stopped, he was just like, because he could, Joe, you know when you can sense someone's like so angry mm. and he, he's like huffing and puffing in the car So and the front seat. And then he just stops and he's like, so friendly. <laughs> 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 you could have killed us. So anyway, we got out, went to the Air- airport hotel and went back to uh, uh, the airport the next day. We had to check it. We couldn't check in online. So they were like check in at the desk and we we're stopping off at London, uh, Stansted on the way back, basically went up and the guys are like, uh, we we didn't even think we need a passenger locator for them at the time yeah. for uh, London. But like, we'll fill one in anyway. And the guy is like, you filled that out wrong. and like, okay, so what do you want us to do? And like, mm. language barrier is like, language barrier in Turkey was, like, really bad, actually. That's oh, yeah. But, yeah, well, Istanbul. Yeah, it was, it was really bad. I um, just, like... I know you try to learn a few words. I always try to learn a few words to get you by and stuff, but, like, mm. even, like, trying to get on public transport was a nightmare. We ended up just taking taxis around everywhere because they were so cheap. Yeah. It was, it, Istanbul is incredibly cheap. Um, definitely the cheapest place I've been. Oh, wow. Okay. But, yeah, really cheap. The guy's like, yeah, you fill out your passenger locator form wrong and we're like... No, we did. What? Why? What, what's wrong with that? He's like, oh, you're stopping off. Uh, you put in transit. You're not transit, and you're going. Well, you're he, apparently Stansted Airport doesn't have a, a transit section, right? So just oh, waiting like Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can't yeah. can just go straight into the next terminal and get on your flight. You just go through security. But I was like, what? What? How do we change? It's like we kept I done the passenger locator me three times, and the guy's like, he's like, he's like, no, you're still doing it wrong. And he's like, <laughs> not being helpful at all. And I'm like, yeah man, I'm going to miss this flight. Our flight is in 40 minutes. And we were, like, one of the first people there as well. And they, like, put all these people ahead of us. And eventually he's, like, he like, and eventually he start putting his hand on his face. He's, like, no, no. And I'm, like, oh, man. Like, he was being so rude. And I was, like, yeah, I've been calm for a long time. And then I was, like, I literally lost my shit. And I was, like, look, I need to get on this flight now. You're doing my tits in, basically. <laughs> and, like started, like, like nearly screaming at him, and like people uh beside us like we're having a lot of trouble as well like there was a couple of people ah, okay uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was a nightmare but eventually he just like was not like being responsive to me at all I was like right when i was like we're he's not going to give us our tickets until we get on get it right i was like we're doing something wrong here right hmm. you fill it in one one way and i fill it in the other and let's see if it works right so eventually like after keep we we must have filled in these passwords okay, about seven or eight times um <laughs> trying to get that eventually it, it works and uh i got it and i'm like he's literally about to close the oak. i'm like pulling up his face like give my tickets now i was like, giving my tickets now and he's like, i need to call somebody and i'm like oh my god i'm like man i'm gonna miss this flight what airline is this uh it's called pegasus oh okay yeah pegasus this is like a budget turkish airline yeah and uh, i'm like man i'm gonna miss this flight I yeah yeah know. Get on this, so eventually he gave me the tickets, and I just ran away from what name say tanks. I was like, because you're pissing me off the whole day, and <laughs> uh, went started running down to the gate and got to the gate, and just like all these guys with guns, and they're like stopped us, like you guys random search. I'm like, oh, I was like you're half a laugh, man. I was like <laughs> literally random search, and they ripped our bags open and like searching everything, and I was like, man, there's nothing in there. I was like, please yeah. make get on the plane, and. Right, she was like, okay, thank you, and let us go. I was like, right, okay. Got on the plane, got to London said got literally off the plane, bomb scare in the airport. Everyone outside, right? <laughs> I was like, bomb scare <laughs> make any worse. So there was a bomb scare there for like, say, three hours. We were outside yeah. the airport and like, missed our flight, obviously. Yeah. And because we were flying with Ryanair back to Dublin, they oh. fly their planes anyway because they have to pay people out if the flights don't fly. Oh, ah, so like, right. Okay. Yeah so eventually they opened the airport and it was like opening the floodgates for hell like literally there was like thousands of people up. yeah yeah, yeah And like it was just a nightmare and eventually we were lining up for like i think it was like eight hours to get up to the, to the queue to get another ticket and then they were like right um you're on the last flight tomorrow night the last flight i was like right <laughs> you're you're killing me here <laughs> so literally <laughs> had to like fork out like money for a taxi and go stay in like a travel lodge because like i could have stayed in the airport if it was like the next morning but i was like i just have had the worst day ever yeah yeah Um, yeah yeah so like this hungarian woman is like there and i sat down me and my girlfriend sat down beside this hungarian woman in like hysterics she's like my kid needs to sleep blah blah blah. i can't find anywhere to stay and i was like here it is like um i think our hotel has some uh hotel rooms i was like brand such and she like shared the taxi with us because the taxi was like a, the hotel was like an hour away where was that it was somewhere in london in the middle of all oh, right hour, it, it's, 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 it's okay. yeah i actually spent more money in those 48 hours in london than i spent on my whole trip to turkey and how long was your trip a week <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's almost classic really isn't it yeah between like hotels and and it was the one time i didn't get travel insurance so i i always get it and i was like yeah arm. i'm well, bad for that I, I didn't get travel insurance for south
0: america looking back and that's the crazy oh, decision that, that's risky. <laughs> got away with it but yeah yeah i would get travel insurance i think that's my that's my yeah, lesson that's learned right. there like, nothing really happens but you just don't know right yeah exactly especially if you're backpacking and you're doing it independently when you get on buses and you're kind of relying on the local customs that can potentially get bad with someone nicking something or losing stuff at the airport whatever but yeah i think the only advantage of being somewhere like Perky or southeast asia or as cheap countries is it will be annoying but maybe not as costly but somewhere like UK or Ireland or yeah. France or it's just going to be expensive in it, Italy because it is it, it, right? yeah.
1: yeah yeah no it is it that's the joys of travel you have to accept these things are going to happen
0: yeah 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 absolutely and one more European country very quickly is Italy
1: oh man oh. I want to live there when I'm older <laughs> really oh wow okay country. I love Italy how, how many times have you been there only once but yeah trip was just amazing we've done like a a train journey north to south kind of um, oh, okay so we stopped, yeah i had like started in milan hated milan like i just did not like that place like a scam there as well my first time scam, yeah there. i nearly got scammed there yeah
0: yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Um, how did you get scammed there well we came out of a metro station near the big cathedral
0: place and these people start yeah. putting stuff on me I'm like nah get away from me like i just took it off yeah. and get back to him they got a bit, bit annoyed at that
1: yeah we got scammed to be, its like this guy like basically we went into the the bar like we came out of the train station and we we're like because we actually got stayed in milan and just got the train to venice because Venice yeah. was like accommodation was like really expensive like stay in venice or so we like i'll just go to milan get the train to venice so only like two hours or something and spend yeah. the day in venice our train back from venice to milan got delayed so like we we're just like so hungry we hadn't eaten like in a couple of hours and came out of the train station in milan before we went back to our uh apartment went into this like the first only place we've seen open outside this guy like so happy to see people like, come in come in and i'm like oh yeah i was like you irish you irish and i was like yeah, yeah he's like i know conor mcgregor all this shit yeah yeah. And I, was, I was like yeah, yeah yeah and he's like you want beer and i was like yeah yeah and he's like large one and i was like yeah yeah give me large beer yeah and he's like my girlfriend he's like what do you want? And she was like, uh, "Aperol." She he was like, "Do you want Aperol spritz?" And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, go on." Like we were just tired, like you know. Yeah. And we he didn't give us the menus till after, and after he, like he went in and he was like putting the drinks on, put the menus in front of us on at the table. I looked and I was like, like fifteen quid for a pint. I'm like, this little shit's out Like basically, <laughs> he knew what he was doing, like, ordering like, ordering our drinks for us. Yeah. Like uh, before we even like sat down and like cocktail like. Aperol spits like 25 quid and i'm like man i was just in venice and they were two euro like (laughs) i'm like this little shit i was like so pissed off and uh he was making the drinks by the bar and i was gonna go up to him and then he's like no 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 don't come up like he knew what he was doing yeah 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 uh, eventually he like ran down with the drinks and i'm like my girlfriend's like my girlfriend lost her shit like she's fairly calm like person and she's she's like we're not paying for them he's like why and he's like you didn't even show us the menu and basically order our drinks for us and look at the price of the drinks yeah it's so, like i can go around the corner and get like six or seven of them for that price <laughs> and he's just like he's like no no i'm a good person i'm a good person and i was like man you're actually doing a are like yeah yeah And uh, basically just kept going on and on i was like look i was like he just wasn't budging it's so like i just paid up. my girlfriend was like let's just get up and walk off and i was like can't just get up and walk off i was like so i just paid them and I just I didn't we, we didn't even drink the drinks at a protest and uh, <laughs> so paid "You paid and left yeah, yeah yeah just paid and left <laughs> and uh, we're looking up the reviews of the place and like half a star and like there was like, <sighs> thousands of reviews and literally everyone's review was the exact same t- situation it's like they like they were letting people use the wifi and then they'd come up and like they wouldn't tell them there's was a charge on the wifi and it was like 15 euros to use the wifi oh. after you're paying your bill <sighs> I was like I yeah it was rough but that's why I didn't like Milan but we were in Milan, Venice um, Rome Florence and went to Naples crazy sea Malfi Coast down stayed in Sorrento and like went up to like Positano and stuff oh, really good yeah wow how long was this like two weeks uh, I think it was like 12 days or something wow, we don't know what a trip that is yeah yeah yeah. no it was it was really good Um, because like we actually were going to do a road trip around Ireland and the borders literally open like the week before and we we're like let's cancel that and just go to Italy <laughs> yeah Dream.
0: But, Italy r- routinely gets mentioned on, on the podcast as a place that people love whether that's food the the scenery that classic driving down like the coast
1: yeah, like, yeah. looks insane man I want to live there when I'm older like I just love the place like it's just like Everyone's so nice. Food is so good. And like every city you go to, you feel like you're in a completely different country. Mm. And I've got a few questions. Venice, is it as good as what people may think it is? I think amazing city. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. Everyone's like, oh, it's so overrated. But like, it's not like I had one. I think I had like the best meal of my life there. I had just like this carbonara down. See, what a lot of people do in Venice and like a lot of cities is they just eat and like drink at like the touristy places. And yeah. It's like, you're getting nicked and you're paying out double the price of what you're eat, eating and drinking at the horse yeah. space, go, like, as cliche, says go where the locals are going. Like, go find yeah. out where, like, look where people from there are eating and drinking because you can get, like, really good food for, like, a, carbonara was, like, I think it was, like, €7 euro mm-hmm. for, like, in, in, in Venice, like, and I thought that was cool. really good. Yeah. yeah, and, like, it was, like, car, two carbonaras, and a bottle of wine for me and my girlfriend i think it worked out it was like like less than 40 quid like for venice was good like that, that was yeah really yeah that's these yeah yeah and the people are always giving out saying like oh it's so expensive and all and like it's actually not the only expensive thing is if you want to go on your gondola which is yeah yeah that do that expensive. or not yeah i did though we're like yeah. all, you know, we're in venice like i except that maybe yeah. yeah yeah but they're like they're all the set price like i think like they have a daytime price i think it was like so there are 50 each or like 70 or so. And a 50 or 70 between us or something like that mm. for like a half an hour. You're If you're going to Venice and you're going to go on a gondola, you're going to go on a gondola. But it, it's a place to do it, isn't it? Yeah, it is a place I to mean,
0: do it. <laughs> you know? If you do it in Vegas. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. But yeah. you want to do it in uh,
1: in Venice for sure. That's it. Yeah. No, but Venice is just ama- amazing. Amazing city. Definitely. i will go back. It's really nice. It's not uh, overrated at all. What about uh, Positano
0: you went to? Yeah, we didn't stay there. But it looks amazing that all, all the photos look like that
1: classic, you know, that photo yeah. where it's on the coast, colorful houses, the road that goes yeah. around. it's uh, We stayed in Sorrento, which is like a half an hour away from it, and just got a bus. But man, the bus journey was the scariest thing ever. It like It's like that place in Bolivia you were talking about. Oh, on it's the, along like, the, the cliff, is it? Yeah, around the mountain. And like, yeah. bus drivers overtaking motorbikes oh. on, a, on the side of a mountain. And I'm like, I actually put my earphones in and put my top over my eyes. I was like, shit myself. It's all going to die. I was frightening and it's like yeah. he's, they're going like 100 miles an hour like on the edge of a cliff and i'm like you just hit pick one wrong turn we're all dead yeah 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 no yeah yeah, yeah. it's crazy but the place itself um, Yeah, the time yeah it's beautiful yeah. like the bus driver the bus like basically stops at like, the top of the cliffs and there's like you can get like elevators up to different levels and stuff oh, and okay. just, like, it's crazy how like all the houses are like built on the edge of the mountain and stuff yeah. but it's beautiful it's so colorful Went to the island, the Capri actually as well. It's like a bit away from Sorrento. You get a get a ferry over, but yeah, we're all like the rich and famous have all their apartments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really nice as well. Like going up, go up all different levels. You get a chairlift at the very top of it and stuff. And you can see like they've all these like like landforms coming out of the water and stuff. And we got a, done like a boat tour around. It. It's really nice. Some of the houses and the mansions, you're just like different level. Howdy. Yeah, next level. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, it's a trip in itself, isn't it? Italy, I think. Oh
0: yeah, definitely. Like you were just going to travel Italy. Why not?
1: Yeah, and there's like so much to, more to do. Like we want to go to Sicily, and um, you have like Lake Como and like Gard up the north and like the circuit Terra and stuff. It's just yeah, so it's so there's so much things to do in Italy, and it's so connected by trains as well.
0: Okay, the train network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've only been to Turin in Milan um That's an easy route, but yeah, I I'd love to get maybe like that trendy. I don't know, get a Vespa out and go down the coast or something. I don't know, something that
1: like Sorrento is a lot cheaper. And like we, we didn't stay in Positano because just mental money to stay there, so we just stayed yeah. in Sorrento, which is a lot cheaper. Just got the bus over to Positano, but we started. We spent one night in Naples. Like Naples is crazy, man. It's like uh is that quite an earthy city? Is it? Yeah, quite, it's like maybe a bit dirty, or yeah, it's 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 raw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That word. Yeah, well, <laughs> right, yeah. It's, it, I love them cities, like 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 that. I love Marrakesh, yeah. I love Istanbul. Like I just love them cities where like you don't know what's gonna be around the next corner, mm. Um you yeah, like when you're your walking through like our. Apartment was like literally like again in the buying center where it was all happening. Like you've all the the old mummies and nannies out hanging their washing up above. That the, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They all leave like the windows open and they're like house. So you're walking past and like you have like you see all these people just making their dinner in front of you and stuff. It's just <laughs> mental. Like that's crazy. I love to get to Italy
0: and I really need to do more. I think that's probably in Europe. It's up there for me to go and visit, but it's a bit cliché. Oh, you could spend months there, like just yeah. so much to see and do. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. One more question
1: for travel before we go into your blog. That is, you lived in USA. Yeah, I lived in the USA for. Where is that? I lived in Florida. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I lived there for eight months, and my trip just got cut short because of COVID. I moved over there, got a job uh, working in like country clubs. Yeah. Um, for in like as a bartender, you're working for like the richest people in America it's like really high standards you've all these people like they get like the farm workers and we're all living in like a compartment complex and it's just like you're drinking every night like on your days off and it's just like and then you're working it's like drinking working drinking working drinking yeah. working, working that's all you're doing it's just like you're run down like i remember like i hit a wall like halfway through my my time there i was like i just need to stop drinking i was like <laughs> I was just it's just constantly like parties upon parties like beach parties uh, you're like going at like house parties and like pool parties and everything it's just it's mental like it's good fun but you couldn't live your whole life like that Jesus you'd be dead (laughs) Pretty sure for shit and it was a fun experience though like seeing the wealth that like you're around Mm -hmm. like these houses and it's like these guys they're going to uh, say like their daily plan is like literally get up go get their breakfast in like one of our bars go play golf come back, have breakfast, lunch in one of the bars, and, like, they're drinking. Then they go out, go home, get the wives, and then they go at night time, they go to the restaurants with their wives. It's which just part crazy. of Florida was that in? It was, do you know, West Palm Beach? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, probably less than an hour north of West Palm Beach. I oh, was okay. living. Yeah. Yeah. I went down to, like, Miami and stuff, and uh, I've been to Orlando a couple of times, was in Orlando, mm-hmm. went to, done a cruise to the Bahamas as well, which was cool. Oh, nice.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, Florida is um, again. That's a great. That's a great state to visit. I think there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Lots
1: yeah. to do. Like, yeah, lots to do. And hot. Yeah, yeah, hot. No, it is. It's really humid as well. It is a good place to live. But like when I was there, and uh, like during the winter, it's still like thirty degrees humidity. So you're like, but yeah, lots of lots of thunderstorms. Yeah, go down to Florida Keys as well. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, I I've I've actually didn't go down to the keys, but a lot of people, everyone I've heard that's been down there, they actually wear more than that. said it's overrated. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. When I was in the airports, we flew into Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Like, I didn't spend much time there, but the the city looks like cozy. Cool but yeah, there's lo- lots of big cities around. You can go to like Jacksonville and stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's like America's class, so vast. So vast and so
0: diverse. I think you yeah. do, do lots of different stuff there, I think. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot of Americans that come on to say that they, they understand why people don't travel out, outside of the U.S. because you, you've you got pretty much everything in U.S.,
1: yeah, a lot of them don't even have passports. Meant like Americans I speaking to, no
0: passport. Yeah. No passport, what? Yeah, no, it's mental, isn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's great.
0: but someone put, made a good point to me yesterday in another interview. I did that a lot. You know, for America to get to, for Americans to get to Europe, I mean, it's mm. a what eight-hour flight. Depend, it could be more between yeah, probably be, si- probably be six in New York to to West. It's gonna be huge, right? So it's not yeah, an, it it's figure. not a quick it's not a quick thing, but yeah. at least they, they can still get to like the Caribbean, for example, for a couple of hours in the flight, right? So there's. No yeah, real yeah. excuse, but I think it's a bit easy and you can go to different cultures really quickly.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but they're close. Like when you're in Florida, like you're basically Central America. It's just in your North right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hop yeah. so, over
0: there. Far. Okay, cool. I'm going to talk about your blog. Yeah. Uh, we're in Dublin. That's your blog. So you, you diversified or? Yeah. Yeah, I guess you have uh, like from maybe just in a generic blog, but now it's more dublin-based
1: so yeah bit so, about that yeah basically i had my own uh blog i started out uh, probably say january last year kind of just had always had an idea of having a blog and i was like i didn't know what i really wanted to do with it and stuff i didn't know which way to to go with it um but i eventually i just like i kind of bit the bullet i was like i came back from america i was like i do you know when you're just like working a job that you don't be working on and you're just like you're like yeah this just isn't for me like you know like and like you have like that you know you have that drive to do something and like you know you can make something big but it just hasn't came to you yeah yeah it's like i had this like i just came up like i seen all these like bloggers and stuff and i was like it seems like a something different i was like i'm gonna take a course i've done a you know nomadic math have you ever heard nomadic math yeah yeah he's the original yeah. right yeah yeah yeah. yeah the, one of the og bloggers i don't know the courses and i was like just kind of done it and see it was like how to make money from blogging course yeah kind of just done that and I was like I'm gonna set my own website and just go for it yeah so I set my own blog and I was busting it out like I was working my full-time job and I was doing that and basically working two full-time jobs like weekends I was doing my blog every day before I was going to work so I work night shift so I was literally working like six hours on my blog before I go into work and then I work and like i had it to like a stage i was getting about like three just under 3k views a month that yeah. was like within a year and like everyone i spoke to like that's pretty good for like a year on like your first year but, like i put a lot of work into it and i branded around myself and i was like kind of trying to hit off a niche of like europe travel i generally just feel something's like i just feel like i was what i was doing was right but something wasn't right okay was yeah, like, yeah yeah i was like kind of like i don't know i just had this like, thing in my head and my subscription for uh my website was like it was renewing like i had the white website basically up for a year and i had to pay like i, I had to get into like a three-year contract then with them mm-hmm. uh, i was like i have to get into a three three-year contract here and i was like i was like right ground i didn't care but then something still didn't feel right i was like i kind of was like doing research and i stumbled across like i was like there wasn't that many like there was like magazine websites but they weren't really like blogs doing like Dublin, yeah and i was like right there's something i'm like I'm, i was thinking about like i was chatting to a lot of bloggers and they were like telling me like you need this day and age because it's just so many people blogging i was like you need yeah. a niche like yeah. you need to go niche, really niche so i was like am i gonna jump into this three-year contract and be stuck with this website that may or may not work or is there something there that nobody has really done yet mm. and like it's going to be easier to rank it can rank faster so it's just like okay i'm doing it so i was just like <laughs> literally ended my subscription emailed everyone like i had like sh- stuff with like saying like i'm finishing up this website i had like guest posts i had to put up i had i got like one or two sponsorship deals with the website like it wasn't much money but it was like paid articles and stuff i was like i had to email these people and say like this website's coming offline like i'm i'm done with it so I literally didn't finish my subscription. Emailed everyone how to email. And I can't even get back into my email to anyone replied to me. And I just gave them my details. I was like, this is my email. If you need to get in touch with me, do this. Yeah. this I'm setting up a new website. Um, so done that. And I started my website. We're in Dublin. So like the main goal is to build it up so it's basically a tool for anybody coming to Dublin or visiting Dublin now or in the near future. They know. They can get like inspiration from or something they need about like travel information they can go and get that from there that's basically it so i'm just building up at the moment
0: because i'll tell you why it's a great idea for a number of reasons i voted yes when you put it on twitter i think about whether you should do that i was like yeah yeah 100 because for dublin as well we said before the recording it's a classic cliche place where people go for a stag do yeah, yeah. we've all been to temple bar we've all done that no one needs to know about that because it's, it's kind of already known what is the stuff that's around that and outside of it, like that people should maybe check out? Because
1: exactly, yeah, there must
0: be some. Must be more stuff than just that, right? So, yeah, I I totally agree with niching down to Dublin. I think it can only go one way because if you if you're giving out advice about places to see that people maybe not even realize, that's going to diversify exactly. people's travel there.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's so much around Dublin and around that people don't even know about. You know, like people visit Dublin and stuff, but like it's all like a lot of people that visit Dublin. It's like that for the forest there's not enough information out there about it either that's so, good for you yeah yeah, yeah there is yeah. Like, there, there is stuff out there like you'll, you can find whatever you need to find but mm. there's nobody really there's like a couple of websites like to do like as i said like magazine blog websites but they're not in-depth yeah. articles that people can't find much about it you know yeah so where in dublin i've just like came up with the idea nice and what is the website just to clarify. Uh, it's obviously www.wearingdublin.com uh, okay uh, yeah wearingdublin.com you can check it out on Instagram wearingdublin too, and then Twitter is wearingdublin but the Instagram and thing isn't really doing much at the moment because obviously it's small and start now but yep. then I have my own personal Instagram as well which I do a lot of my travel and stuff which is As Adam Goes which was my original website but like I yes. still like doing Instagram on my photography and stuff and especially when I'm going to be on the road full time I'm going to be getting into, I'm going to try going to TikTok, get some cool, like I, I think there's a niche there for doing like crazy stuff on TikTok and like going, chilling with like locals and like fun way to live their lives and just eating random food that you've never heard about and stuff like that. So I'm going to try to get into that scene when I'm away and see how it goes. Okay. I'll put all the links
0: to those in the show notes yeah, so cheers. people can um, access them pretty easily and yeah. that, that leads nicely to quickly onto your trip. So you're going to go off hopefully in, well, is it set in stone or is it
1: kind of? Yeah, I don't have, my flights are booked. Oh, <laughs> um, right. Okay. Yeah. So you you're going on a on a world trip. Yeah, yeah world trip. Uh, so I'm finishing up my last day of work is the twenty eighth of June. Yeah. And then on the fifth of August, I'm going around. I'm going to the Balkans for one month, uh, solo. I'm yeah. doing. Uh, I'm starting in Belgium actually, and uh, going to Slovenia. Then getting the train to Slovenia. Uh, then Slovenia, Croatia. Uh, Bosnia, Serbia, Montenegro, Albania, North Macedonia, all down there, Greece. I agree, yeah, yeah, all great little area. Yeah, it's like yeah, you have nine countries there. Yeah. I'm gonna go to, so uh it'll be interesting. It'll be like a, it's gonna be a test, definitely solo. Uh, yeah, I like testing myself in them situations. That's yeah, you got to cool. you? yeah, yeah, get out of
0: comfort zone. Comfort is the thief of joy. Is that the is that the same? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome.
1: And you're gonna go to other places from there after that. Uh, so basically, I'm coming home then for ten days because my girlfriend's them coming with me. We're going to Southeast Asia. We're stopping off at Jordan on the way. Yeah, and uh, just gonna go all through Southeast Asia. My base up shop up in uh, Vietnam, and then just winger from there and see how it goes. You Good know, man. I don't yeah. like planning too much into advance. You know, but that's the the rough idea. We just have the, fl- have the flights booked from Dublin to Belgium, and then my flight back from Athens and Greece to Dublin and then in 10 days later I have my flights booked from Dublin to a man in Jordan and then yeah. that's a one-way flight. Love that one-way flight that's the dream yeah. words for me when I hear people say that <laughs> and you're you're
0: life. hoping that the the travels obviously will carry on and then your blogging and yeah that sort of stuff will Log- hopefully
1: yeah. facilitate that. Yeah I have like a I have a big plan with like obviously we like travel and uh like how I'm going to incorporate and try and make a business out of it and the blog and stuff like that. The blog is just a start. Like, I want to get into podcasts and stuff. Yeah. And I just have a lot of ideas and I'm just like, I want to do one by one by one, you know? Yeah. It's
0: quite overwhelming, isn't it? I've got ideas in my head. and like, oh, I should do that. Do that. I yeah. think you have to be like, not do just one, but maybe like, I think oh, I love to do like a YouTube thing. I love to do podcasts yeah. on the road, but then you don't want to always get in the way of travel, right? You, The idea is to travel as well. And like enjoy yourself and see things. So you have to like get that mix, I think.
1: Yeah, no, that's like I'm like, oh I'm gonna get the blog going and that once I have like a sustainable income from that, then I can hop on to the next thing, build up over time and build my own travel empire. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I'll join it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yeah, okay, that's brilliant. Uh, I love hearing that that people are are making those sort of decisions. So Yeah, it's good to I love hearing them stories as well. It's like you go for it. Yeah, you go for it. it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're talking yeah. pre-recording about the kind of quitting a job and going for it. It, it is a big move, yeah. but some, but you
1: can always stay in a job for money. That'd always be there. That'd always be a reason. Yeah, so. exactly. Like, so I was only it? having a conversation with my girlfriend yesterday. says like, you can make any money. If you have half a brain, you can go make money anywhere in the world. Yeah. just have to be willing to... You might have to rough it for a while, and you might have to do shit you don't want to do, but yeah. it all works out in the end. Yeah, I think you have to be committed,
0: put the hours in, kind of deal with those like low times. But it, I'm convinced yeah. if you do it regularly and consistently and good enough you'll get somewhere something will happen right sure yeah
1: consistency is the the main thing If you just keep at it and build yourself up and talk to the right people yeah and just get involved brilliant
0: okay so this last one is just a quick fire travel questions which is your favorite stuff hey yeah just a quick one before we carry on with the travel questions my patron you can sign up for four pounds seven dollars fifty canadian six us dollars a month And this will give you an extra bonus episode per month, ad-free content, 24 hours early access to the episode. You can get a patron shout out. I can also maybe get some ad hoc podcast episodes that I might release during the month. And you'll also get some free stickers that I'll send to you in the post. If you're interested in that, head to patreon.com and forward slash Travel Podcast, and you'll find me there. I just want to say there are many ways to support this podcast. You can buy me a coffee, and help support the podcast with $5. Or you can go to my merch store, with the affiliate link with Tee Public, where there's plenty of merch available to buy, such as t-shirts, jumpers, hoodies, and also some children's clothing. Thirdly, which is free, you can also rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or Good Pods. Also, you can find me on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Simply just search for we're going travel podcast and you'll find me displaying all my social media content for traveling, podcast, and other stuff. Thank you. It's travel question time.
1: How many countries have you traveled to to start with that? Twenty. I only counted this two weeks ago. Twenty two. Twenty two. Okay. 22. Yeah, i'm uh, twenty two and I'm aiming for uh, the whole one nine seven. That's your aim. Yeah, I'm gonna. But like, I'm not gonna. I'm not one of these people that like I'm rushing. I'm like just quickly, go yeah. Everything. yeah, yeah. I want to like enjoy every place I've been to. But I'd like to go to the 197 and then uh, write a book about it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think. Do you know Drubinsky? The uh, Yeah, man. I love. Yeah. Him. I love watching stuff. He he's cool. He he said the other day that he's enjoyed travel since he's done the 197 because he can now actually go there no pressure. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Exactly. And yeah. nobody is. But I'm not putting myself under pressure. Like if I die and i'm after being to 100 or if i can't like i'm not gonna i'd rather get 100 done at a nice pace rather than doing 197 and then being like rushing like i'm going yeah. here for a day here for another day and then here for another day i don't want I don't like that yeah i totally agree
0: yeah yeah absolutely i think i secretly have that aim 197 um, yeah we'll see we'll see how it
1: goes is yeah, it one thing you're just like i get when i'm somewhere and i'm like do you know when you're just like beside a country i'm like I can just go over the border now. I was just like going there for a couple of days if I have time. So, like when I was in uh, Vienna there, uh, yeah. about three weeks ago, I was just, we were there, we went to Czech Republic, Austria. And they were like, Slovakia is only an hour away. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's tempting. Yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> and Vienna was like a bit boring. So, I was like, I was kind of bored. anyway, Vienna. So, I was like, oh, yeah, let's go to Braslava and see so was like.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair. Those landlocked countries must be tempting yeah it's so tempting yeah okay and out of those 22
1: countries that you mentioned maybe three of your favorite ones uh i'll judge mine like my favorite countries are more like it's not how relaxed or anything it was it's like how in, i love it, i judge it on intensity yeah i just love like intense places um so i'll say i'm gonna say italy because i just love Italy. that wasn't intense but that's just like my favorite country i've been to i just love love it yeah, and then I'm gonna go Turkey, and I'm gonna say Morocco, not because like I was not saying I was like oh like I'd live there, like I wouldn't <laughs> live there, but like <laughs> the, just the experience of like being in the place so far, and I love that.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. What about three
1: countries that are on your hit list that you'd love to go to next? Okay, like so I'm going to obviously other places, but these are the ones I'm looking forward to have a fascination with Albania. I don't okay. know why, it just it just feels like so far, and it's like nobody goes there yeah and it's just like even if you look on like geotag and instagram there's like nobody ever there in all them places i'm like yeah i like the idea of that yeah jordan i'm looking forward to and india okay yeah, yeah india india is what i'm looking forward to i've like i want to go to basically everywhere <laughs> yeah yeah it's a tough question isn't it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: i guess there's is that like a rank in terms of like okay that has to be next right i guess it's like, yeah, that, that'll change a in a year's time
1: when you've been away yeah. right like that might be different answers yeah exactly i just there's so many trips you're just like oh, i'd be like looking at google maps and i'm like seeing like i'm looking in africa and i'm like right i could like do yeah there there if i had like two weeks i could do like two countries maybe three and like them places i'm like oh and i'm planning I'm like cheap flights there land over there land over there i'm always planning trips in my head i'm like ah oh, it's so annoying <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. It's, uh, it's been a constant
0: since 2012. time. Yeah, it. yeah it's, it's an addiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent right. It is, it is. What about uh, a favorite beach that you've been to?
1: I'm gonna say probably Positano. Positano was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like just there, it's just, it's just amazing. Like just like when you just like you're on the sand and you're looking out at the water and then you look behind, it's just like all these houses like built into like the the mountains. So definitely Positano. Yeah. Okay. And coffee questions here too.
0: If you pick one city in the world to drink coffee and watch the world go by, which city uh, would you choose? Tell me here.
1: And which country's coffee is the best? Okay, so I have two different answers for this. Yeah. Uh, to sit and watch, um, Turkey, Istanbul, to be specific. Yeah. Between Italy and Turkey as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It's between the two. I don't know. I I can't pick. I'll have to go. I'd have to go back and have like. Two cups of coffee in a day, <laughs> one, in, one in each to, to the side. <laughs> How do you take your coffee out of interest? Black. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's black. Yeah, black. No milk. Oh, I, I actually, I was always a milk. I used to have milk and then uh, I have like a kind of, I'm kind of, my stomach's quite bad with milk now. So I just ended up just going straight black. Yeah. Made that choice um, years ago. Not gone back yeah. since. Yeah. And especially so many places that can do good black coffee now as well. You're like, you don't even mind yeah i used to have sugar in my coffee but
0: i i probably do miss it a little bit but i i'm too firing yeah. now with, with no I sugar. i used to be like that as well
1: and now i'm just full-on hardcore coffee black what about a favorite city a tie between istanbul and florence i knew actually haven't even spoke about florence but florence is beautiful one of those gems that not many people go but it's more like full of italian tourists but i really like florence uh, probably istanbul or florence okay I'm gonna say
0: yeah yeah that's I cool do. you like your walking and trekking so maybe a favorite walk or
1: trek that you've done current in kerry is placement in ireland but if you if you've if you're no experience you're better off getting a guide okay um because parts of it are dodgy and the weather can change quite quickly because beside the atlantic ocean yeah so if you get quite high and parts of it's quite ridgy so if you're up there and you've no experience doing shit like that it can change quite quickly yeah um yeah but currently like the views up there just incredible okay
0: and what about a favorite party place that you've been to my
1: <laughs> yes <love that> answer. <laughs> Magaluf's good. Magaluf's good. another one good one as well if you're looking for a cheap boozy holiday is uh tenerife, I'm yeah. Sure tenerife yeah yeah Tenerife's good uh they're the the, the good spots now i i've Stayed away from drinking holidays. Actually, no, obviously I was skiing in January, but hadn't done one in a couple of years before that. Like, why my cousin Stag mm. up next year? he's talking about going to Greece. Fadaraki? Don't know, yeah. Don't worry <laughs> where going, <he's thinking laughs> okay. uh, it will be interesting. Yeah, these are the
0: classic places you hear when you're like eighteen. Oh, where should we go? Yeah. Oh, Tenerife, Magaluf, Yeah. Costa exactly. del Sol. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All, all down the directions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about a favourite landmark that's either man-made or nature?
1: I was fascinated by Norway. It's not as much a landmark or nature, but just like the mountains in Norway are just mm. next level. I was like, I'd love to go back. Yeah. And go in the, the summertime even, but so expensive. Oh, like it's expensive. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it was like 8 euro for a can of Coke or something when I was there last <laughs> time. Yeah. No, I'm not having that. No one is 20p yeah. in Southeast Asia. Yeah, yeah i can't deal with that <laughs> and like everyone says like in norway it's like you're renting a car you'll get the best out of the experience and stuff but like imagine twice as renting a car like
0: yeah <laughs> yeah it's almost like a holiday destination not really like a backpacker destination i think
1: yeah yeah, yeah definitely if it's yeah. going for a week or so and you have that money there definitely will i uh, definitely love to go back norway's lovely
0: yeah okay what about this is a quite important question cuisine or food so maybe a country's favourite dish or just as a whole, the whole cuisine. Any favourites?
1: Obviously in Vienna you have the schnitzel, which is quite good. Italy easily wins on food. It's yeah. the best food country in the world easily. I was eating, I had a pizza every day for my lunch. Every day. <laughs> what yeah. It's I was yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Proper pizza. Like, yeah. Four euro for a pizza and it's proper pizza. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In Italy for food. Um uh, Turkey has a uh, don't know if you ever heard of baklava. Oh yeah. Like, yeah yeah. Yeah. That but obviously, America, you have your obviously your burgers are dirty over there, so you're into your burger, yeah, yeah. Canada has those, uh, what's that sauce? It's like on is it chips and gravy or something, yeah, poutine, yeah, yeah chips, yeah, that, chips gravy, and cheese curd, yeah, they have that as well. Um, is it peel meal bacon? Oh, I, yeah, I don't eat meat, so I don't know, oh, but, okay, yeah, yeah, peel meal bacon is it's really good. I'm a meat man, like, I would not be asked yeah. for life. food in Morocco. I can't say, I'd say that was probably the most underwhelming place I've ever had to eat food in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like I, re- I really struggled over there.
0: Yeah. Okay. And a few more questions and maybe a favorite activity. I don't know if it's high adrenaline or just something that you've done oh, that's been
1: pretty cool. For my top activity, staying in the Sahara Desert, just yeah, being in the middle of nowhere, not being on your phone with the local people. And they're all just there playing their tunes and get some good pictures with them with like the flames and stuff. And It was mm. just, it was fun. It was good and like being on camels and stuff and it was good okay and if you could live
0: in another country that you've not lived in before where would you live italy yeah i think now yeah. okay, i do it's coming and a few more questions maybe a country that's the best value for money
1: that you've seen on your travels turkey is easily the cheapest place i've been fratislava slovakia so cheap as well okay and you're looking for somewhere in europe turkey's probably the cheapest though Turkey's just incredibly cheap it's like i don't even know how it's that cheap or just walking like, around like wow like you're in a taxi cheap for you to get a taxi for 10 minutes to get take public transport like wow yeah <laughs> that's mental okay
0: one last question to finish the podcast is if someone is almost like you so they're thinking about maybe possibly quitting their job and going traveling uh, on a world trip but are qu- not quite sure if they should go or why they should go what would you say in a few sentences why someone should go go
1: because don't know what's going to happen like you're just going to sit here and live your your basic life and like know every day you're going to get up and you're going to go to work and then you're going to have your few points on the weekend and get a takeaway on a sunday or are you going to go and put yourself in a situation where you haven't a clue what's going to happen every day <laughs> and just that adventure it's like it's scary it is scary at start but when you actually when you go do it, it it's, a, it's a drug. I actually think it's like, it's just a disorder there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's addicted. I think like, we're
0: both the same. Yeah, I think we both got it. Yeah. No, no, got, no
1: worries about that. Travel is on my mind, let's say like 70 to 80% of the day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I don't honestly, care. Like If I'm on my phone, I'm looking at like, I just always just get these random trip ideas in my head. And I'm like, there, try to plan them out. I'm like, I don't even know when I'm going to get the time to go on this trip. But I'm just yeah. like, <laughs> so uh, like travel pl- planning for trips is just, so fun but just if you go if you just go and get that experience like especially if you're on your own as well go stay in a hostel go dip your feet in go like lisbon is like a great city if you want to go like i might went to my first solo trip to lisbon it's like a great city if you want to go and dip your feet into solo travel yeah go to like the big popular places where touristy places like i went to obviously moved to america on my own but then i went to solo travel in lisbon went solo in berlin um, solo in london and then now now i'm taking that the next step and going solo for a month in Mm -hmm. the bog it's gonna be it's gonna be something different but i'm excited like yeah yeah it's the unknown that's what uh, it's so good about it right it's all about the people you meet as well like i'm like yeah some of my friends and my family they're like why are you going to that place i'm like because you aren't going to come with me and go somewhere <laughs> so i'm like the option's open for anybody to come travel and be coming if you want and if you don't want to come go on, on my own yeah see you
0: soon <laughs> i see it like okay Adam, thanks for coming on i really appreciate you staying up that late uh, good, good yeah chat. yeah i a guest, and i really appreciate you making time and it's been a great chat thanks for having me on it's been good <laughs> yeah no worries and i'll catch you soon okay see you later thanks yeah thank you for listening to my wing it travel podcast episode today you can find me on Instagram at James Hammond Travel or Winginit It Travel Podcast. You can search for both. I release weekly clips of this podcast episode as well as photos from the last 8 to 10 years of my travels. You can also follow me on TikTok, Facebook and Pinterest by searching Winginit It Travel Podcast. I do release daily content to do with travel and the podcast throughout the week. Also check out my website, jameshammond.org. There's content about myself, my travels, and there's also a newsletter sign up as well as a contact form. Finally, please rate and review the podcast on Podchaser. This is my platform of choice. Alternatively, you can rate this on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts from. This really helps the podcast gain a bit of traction for the future in terms of guests and content. And I'm glad to see that you guys are listening out there, reviewing it and enjoying the content so far. Stay safe. Stay humble. Keep listening. Keep traveling. Keep traveling. I'll catch you soon. Cheers,
2: James.